0: are you going? I'm going to pack a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans. This is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss.
1: But they'll never take our freedom!
2: And the big daddy because he wants a I want a sandwich.
3: I want a motherfucking sandwich.
1: Tunnel, oh
3: my goodness!
1: June
3: I don't even know what to do with this. I this. do. What, what's Roll that? with it, baby? She Two slices of bread. A <laughs> A big piece of meat right in the fucking middle. You got a sandwich. A motherfucking sandwich.
2: Welcome to. Fork Talk, episode 35. 35! It may be only the third episode of this 2016 year, but that don't matter because it is podcast gold.
3: If we did one episode a year, we would have started in
2: 1982. (laughs) True, true that. Welcome to Fork Talk, and this... episode is dedicated to eating a sandwich and those lightweights who we love to love.
3: Yeah, the reason why we're using this theme song for all you people that don't understand the theme is because we like to call the lightweight class the eat a sandwich class. And because we need to eat a sandwich, number one. And number two, because we're here live, live. at the s IHGF. Highland Games Lightweight World Championships. What? What? Yep. The yep. Northern Rockies crew is putting it on and they're doing a fantastic job. Francis Brevner is here all the way from, well, he's from Scotland originally, but he came from California, so I that's, don't, I r- guess, that's he, right. That's right. Game a long way. He's got a great voice. That's right. We are field side
2: at uh, the juggernaut that is Fork Talk. And um, I'm excited. We have, of course, me, your co host, Haas, and my heterosexual life partner, the bald, the bulbous, the glorious. He is the big daddy. <laughs> Sorry, that was supposed okay? to be a huge crowd
3: noise. That was oh, it sounded like a cat was coughing up a hairball. It was as a matter of fact. I'm the I'm the big daddy of the daddy bigs.
2: That's right, and I am Haas, and we are here with our staff. To your left is the one, the only, Kende sprinkles. Hi ho ho It's your music. And to Ooh. my right is the one, the only, a devilange. Hey, y'all. Ooh. We got intern Slim Jim back at UND doing his university college things.
3: He's going for broadcasting.
2: I understand. We got our official graphic artist, Jim Waka, security Rhino. There's uh, he's not here. I've seen. I feel fairly safe in the location we are. We are sitting uh, in between the sheaf to our left, the Wab in front of us, and to our right is the Caber Run.
3: Yeah, and between them is a huge fighter jet. I know. We can see a cool
2: fighter jet. Awesome.
3: Yeah, it's, it looks like it's flying into a big tree. And we'll get
2: into that more. We've got, of course, uh, our scientific officer, Dr. Ken Noisewaterbeck. beck Does he still work for us? He does, yes. Uh, our official cartoonist, Matt Thompson of Vargas Highlander, the roving reporter, the international man of mystery...
1: Miles
2: Wetzel. Our official historian, Roger Saunders, and of course, our official remote correspondent, Chad Olam. Chad Ollam, the employee of the month for the last... Four months. That's true. And of course I thought he was
3: connected at Francis Brebner's hip, but he's not here. He didn't show up. The guy will go to Romania with Brebner. Right. He'll go to China with Brebner. In fact, I think they broadcasted from Antarctica at one time. Right. And the son of a bitch won't come to Idaho. And uh, and we've I hear al- he's allergic to potatoes.
2: And we've already secured that the one, the only, the seven time champion.
3: Seven time. Seven time.
2: Seven-time Seven time. champion, world Francis Brebner, will K-Burn be champion. here with us live
3: on yes. the podcast. He's wearing his little sword vest. He looks really cute. Fantastic. And, uh,
2: and of course, our number one fan, Audrey Rose,
3: Rose Walker. Walker. And, of course, big
2: shouts to Audrey Rose for her singing of the national anthem on national television at the 49ers... Uh, who did they play that day?
3: Uh, who knows? I don't remember. Once matter. we listened to their glorious voice, I forgot. The I didn't even. I turned off the TV. It is pretty. cool. I didn't even want to watch anymore.
2: It is pretty cool. She was kind of warming up to this. She had various events where she sang at, and uh, for the Make a Wish Foundation, they made it her dream come true of singing in front of man probably 50,000 people in the stands. It's a
3: big crowd. That was crazy.
4: The stadium was packed, but she did a great job.
3: She did do very well. It actually looked like they dubbed the voice in. <laughs> no. Because really? it was no. actually, I mean, it was actually that good. Yeah, it was good. I, I liked it. It was good. Um, you know she for, did that for Make-A-Wish, right? Make-A-Wish, that was Make-A-Wish. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Do you know who the number one Make-A-Wish person is that grants the most wishes? Oh, who's that? Ever? The, Any guesses? The Pittsburgh Steelers? They're second. Okay. Anybody, the Seahawks? Anybody? Who? The Seahawks don't do anything for anybody but themselves. Um, Cena. Uh, John Cena.
4: Oh, John
3: yeah. Cena. Yep, John it's Cena. Good guy. Yep, great guy. Very cool. Um, all Let's right.
4: Get him on Fork Talk.
3: Website. That's my makeup. Don't put that past me. I think I can make it happen.
4: Make it happen.
2: Website is www.fork-talk.com and Facebook is Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. It's time for some sponsor shouts, Big Daddy.
3: Yes, it is. Our sponsor. can't have a sponsor shout without our number one sponsor. Who is actually sitting around here somewhere? Yeah, him and his wife are actually meandering around and they're. Oh, I see him. They're over there by the shaved Asian food tent. <laughs> shaved Asian shaved food? Shaved Asian food. It's I'm not Shaved lying.
4: ice and Asian food. That doesn't sound very appealing. All I see
3: is shaved Asian food. <laughs> I guess it keeps her from getting a hairball an, an hour from now. <laughs> do they Do they have a ping pong ball special? What's that? Oh, for, don't play coy with me. I'm not playing coy with you. I have no idea what you're talking about.
4: He's never He's never seen that movie, Haas. You know that. What movie are you
3: talking about? Oh, for God's sake. Priscilla, kind of
4: Priscilla, Queen S- of the Desert.
3: Stop it, will you? That's a movie? Yes. Who's Priscilla? The Queen. Well, who plays her? Uh, a man.
4: Terrence Stamp.
3: <laughs> wow, you guys watch some weird fucking movies at your house. It well, was the 90s. How about you shout out to our uh, wonderful sponsor? I'd rather do that than talk about... Let's go. Let's go. Whatever we're talking about. Come on, now. Don't push me. You're making me nervous. Stop it. Okay, I'm better. Do you live in Alaska or Washington? Do you live anywhere in... Oh, wait a minute. We need a break. We need a break. Why? Bree, we're going to get a quick interview real quick.
5: Come here, over
3: here. We are cute uh, over here. She's taking a picture. Are we live? It's we are live.
2: Yes. Here, give Come me this on over microphone. on
3: so. All right, we have one Brie Larson, a uh, newlywed of uh, uh, an ex lightweight by the name of Adam Larson. Put that right up next to your mouth so you can touch it. Yes. Who will become friends of ours. My lips? Yes. S- or my chin. Your, your lips. lips.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Here comes her husband. Oh, Drop Adam. the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> say
2: say hello to the no. Say hello to the fork talk fan, Brie. Hi there,
6: fork talk fans.
2: All seven of us. So how's all it? Seven. So how is w- wedding bliss?
6: It's pretty blissful.
3: Yes. What are those marks yeah, on your back? It's happy.
6: Well. What are those bruises?
4: <laughs> Adam, you bad boy. <laughs> you should see his bruises.
6: Yeah,
3: he that likes works. them though. He, that's a difference.
4: <laughs>
6: <Jay>. <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. I apologize.
6: I haven't heard it.
3: You haven't heard what?
6: <laughs> I haven't heard fork talk before. This is, Never? No. Oh, you got 34 you guys episodes. Doing it.
3: You have 34 episodes to catch up on. Oh. Yeah.
6: Got to get started then. You can yes. start
3: anywhere, though. They're all funny. Today. True. Yep. Well, here you are now. How is your day of throwing going so far?
6: Better than I thought. Yeah, I thought that I was going to be pretty weak because I haven't been lifting, um, but I'm doing well. That's good. The caber sucked, but that's okay. Yeah? Yeah.
2: It was so, so it runs in the family? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow. Hey, hey, Adam,
4: Adam, I got Adam Bree's husband right here. You want to say anything?
3: No. <laughs> Wait a minute, though. I've got it on, a, on pretty good knowledge that Adam turned a stick today. He turned his first A caber ever. He I did. I saw yeah. that. I
2: actually, yeah. I, saw it. I actually saw it, and uh, he was given an 11, and I think it was a 12. I think he established the line and turned it perfectly.
3: Well, you don't really have to kiss his ass. It's his first caber ever, so he was good. I'm serious.
2: He can't so throw, they gypped you. He can't throw sheaf with shit, but was
7: that's it that? another thing. I saw that. <laughs> I can't throw sheaf with someone else's fork, all right? Boom. you got to give me that. Now, that yeah. you know, I... was nice enough. Jay didn't even offer his fork. I was looking yeah. at him. Real cool. I didn't ask. I never offer my fork. I know. Sometimes you give it up. But
3: you're one of a few people I would let you use it.
7: You one of very few. Thanks for few. telling me now.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. Did you lose? Well, get used to it. Anyway. Hey, Brie. Hi, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, we, maybe we should have Bree read the sponsor shout. Should we? Yeah. Can you read okay without your readers?
6: So. I've got some dyslexia going
3: on. <laughs> Do okay. you really? You're one up on me.
6: <laughs> no, that wasn't very okay, nice Okay, right
2: you. here. You're going to read this bit right there.
6: That, until it says Brett? Yeah. Okay. Do you live in Washington or Alaska? Yes. Do you live anywhere in the West Coast and have access to the Internet? Kind of. Well, then you should be you should be bookmarking MattressRanch.com. That's not
3: your fault, Bree.
6: Us <laughs> burly throw types are rough on furniture. Rough, I say. Rough. <laughs> and you spend more time in bed than any other one thing. Especially
2: newlyweds like these two. It's
6: true. <laughs> and although we grunt and groan,
2: all the time, uh, spell Adam spell grun- grunts and groans all the time. Objects
6: through space and time, we aren't stupid. So,
2: <laughs> add it
6: all up, and it's obvious what you need to do. Get a dang new bed from Mattress Ranch.
4: MattressRanch.com. We've got your bed.
3: Awesome. awesome. Oh, well You're hired. Very well and, and, done.
4: And our our sponsor, Max, wanted us to note that Mattress Ranch has 12, 12 stores now.
3: Thank Very you, Bree. Well done, Bree. Awesome. Good job. Thanks, Adam, for not beating her while we were actually having a interview. Ah. <laughs> uh, hey, Big Daddy. <laughs> Poor hey, what?
2: We got a great show for you. We do. We are going to have Aren't some... Aren't they a cute couple? They are cute.
3: We are going to so have they're... some we're pop culture. You know, that almost didn't happen, during... you know that, right? What? The whole Brie-Adam thing. Yeah, it Why? almost didn't happen. Okay.
1: Why?
2: Fine, we're off script. Just keep going. Well, there. The,
8: the, the,
3: the thing is, is Adam... You know, he's uh, a drunkard. <laughs> um, he's the opposite of that, obviously. He likes to smoke a lot of dope. No. He's, yeah, obviously the opposite of all that, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that was part of the problem, and I talked to her into marrying him. You did well, not. I did You too. know,
4: Big Daddy, once again, the matchmaker.
3: Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. I think Adam Find did his me one a fine, catch me a catch. Hey, we got a uh, great show for you, everybody. We've got pop culture
2: coming. We've got field side interviews, like we just had uh, um, spontaneously while people walk by. Uh, we've got uh, we're going to talk to our hosts, the SAAA and the IHGF, which I'm excited about. Um, we're going to talk to lightweights. Yeah, we are. We are here for the lightweights. We'll catch everybody thinks lights. we don't like lightweights, and here we are flew uh, several hundred miles to be at the dang championships.
3: Just because they were coming. That's right. Actually, we didn't know they were coming. We, we were and Monday
2: we wanted Friday. to make sure that they ate sandwiches. Pretty much. Yep. We got special topics on the history of the sandwich, of course. which We is do. Apropos.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and, um, and of course, in honor of that, I, I don't know if you know this, Big Daddy, but I came out early because they had to weigh in. Yeah. And I had a whole smorgasbord of donuts and sandwiches and pies all out
3: before they weighed in. That's good, but I one up you. How'd you do that? I actually had three pizzas delivered to each room last night at 3 in the morning.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they still wanted to carb up, man?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to knock on the door, open the door, what do you need? Like, I got pizza here. <laughs> I got pizza for you. You know, that sucked for them. All right. Well, let's do some more shout-outs, But that's what I do. Yes, sir. Because we stand on the shoulders of giants, my friend. That we do. Yes, that we, do. we do.
2: Hey, Facebook likes 766 up from 754. We seem to get more likes when we don't podcast. <laughs> It's funny how that works, though. I
4: think that's telling us something. <sighs>
2: What's um, it telling us? And we are Nothing good. We, we are wait. knocking on after the after the obvious popularity of this particular episode. Um, we will be at fifteen thousand plays. Baby. Yes, we will, yeah, buddy. We're golly. knocking on the door, um, so it's good.
3: Knock, knock, knocking on the podcast door. And,
2: of course, 101 things have happened since we podcasted last, but a few of them that we wanted to shout out. First of all, um, Big Daddy and Haas were up in British Columbia just uh, last weekend. We were. We were the very honored um, invited guests with some others of Josh and uh, now Eva Goldthorpe.
5: Beautiful couple.
3: The fighting thorps.
2: Yep. And uh, it Who was that? really super awesome. Unfortunately, the lady we had uh, to divide and conquer because the ladies had other things going on. And we wanted to represent and be at the wedding. And so Big Daddy and I were there. And it was awesome.
4: And you behaved yourselves, which was really nice. We I don't did,
3: know about all that.
2: Well, we acted juvenile and retarded as normal. But we uh, didn't get in trouble while doing that. We
3: didn't get caught. Yeah. That's the difference. And I just want to say one thing about that. You know, I like the way you guys all just sit back, you know, and <laughs> take a deep breath, right? Ooh, somebody just clanged the hell out of that thing. Anyway, Josh and Eva Goldthorpe got married. Yep. Nickel. Cool? Yeah, dude. What? Just think about it. They are going to share the rest of their lives with each other. Yeah. Just like you have shared 25 glorious years with Stephanie. That's true. Just like I have shared six glorious years with my lovely Angie. Yes. Okay. They are young. They're like 30-something years old or maybe younger than that, 27, 28. Yes. And they've got a long time ahead of them. That is exciting. And it's a glorious, they're going to have a glorious, lovely life.
2: It was a good event. There were a lot of throwers there. Greg Bell was there from a pro. Um,
7: Ryan Stewart. Ryan
2: Stewart and his wife were there. Yep. And, um... Isn't it funny how I mean, much a bunch of smaller she is than him? Yeah, yeah, she's a tiny little thing. She's
3: like four foot two, yeah. and he's six foot two, and yep, yeah,
2: he weighs maybe three times what she does. Maybe, yeah, easily. But they're a cute couple. Yeah. So lovely. that was that was super fun. I enjoyed that. Thanks, Josh and Eva. Awesome, awesome time. Uh, beautiful. We did, we declared
3: the venue was beautiful. The,
2: the best wedding speeches. Of
3: all, Absolutely. every
2: single wedding speech from each member of the party was perfect.
3: And what some people don't realize about the Goldthorps is they're actually a family of throwers. His dad's a thrower, his yep. mom's a thrower, his mom's a thrower. He's the thrower, obviously. Yep. Um, which is amazing, you know. And they're all good. They're in their own right, you know. Right. Dad's a good thrower, and mom's great, and and Josh, he's a pro. So spot on. Yep. Yeah.
2: Um, how about shouts to uh, all of our throwing community down in Florida and South Carolina, yeah?
3: Yeah. Georgia. In Georgia. Georgia, too, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: Hurricane Matthew is pounding uh, its way up the coast. Yeah. And we've got a bunch of people down there that throw, obviously.
3: A lot of them. And some of my arm wrestling buddies, too. I want to give a shout out to them, too. Yeah. I doubt they listen to this, but at least, uh, <laughs> you know, the. <laughs> Don't know that we care if they ever decide to listen.
2: Yes. So shouts to the community down in, in uh, that part of the world. Hope you guys stay safe and that your games aren't disrupted too bad. I you think know, if they
3: listen to the governor who said, get the fuck out, then they're probably safe. True. That's true. let hope so. You know, a lot of people don't do that, and they don't heed it because they don't realize how powerful these storms are. Right. You know?
2: um, and then, of course, let's do a couple final shouts to our hosts. Uh, first of all, Chuck McClain. Yes. Of the S-Triple-A.
4: Northern Rockies.
2: Northern Rockies. Battling Chuck McLean. Yes. Uh, Chuck was once the president of the S-Triple-A. He's now just one of the regional guys helping
3: to run games. Yep. And, and doing an awesome job. And he did an awesome job as president, too.
2: Yep. they he
3: turned this organization around.
2: Totally sure did. did. Yep. yep. It's well documented, the problems we had with the SAAA and some of their leadership. And they just really had gotten it to a certain point but then just lost uh, track of what's most important. And Chuck was a part of the crew that said, we're going to keep going in the right direction. And and they've just totally turned this around. And they are, they've are they got four or five games now in Montana that they run. They've yep. got their, gosh, I think almost seven of them in the Idaho and eastern oregon side that they do so uh, they're really a good crew
3: yeah they really are and they're very uh, passionate about what they do they you know they don't earn money doing it you know and they just they have enthusiasm and they seem to really go the extra mile for the throwers and we have been a recipient of some of that extra mile stuff this weekend because they brought us out here and have been treating us like gold. That's true. Very you
2: know? true. Which brings us. Which uh, we're not
3: used to. We're used to being treated <laughs> like shit.
2: <laughs> which brings us, up, of course, our final big shout, which is to Polly.
5: Polly is awesome. Yeah.
2: Hold on a second here. What? What do you.
3: He's pointing at the dancers. All right. Now this is this is the thing. It's a world fair. It's a world fair in Highland Games and we've got these beautiful dancers coming up here. Yes. Traditional dancers. This is fantastic. You keep talking. I'm gonna let them know what we're doing. Devil is gonna use the mic so we can talk. Can
2: we interview you really
1: quick? Yes.
3: Fantastic. Awesome. We're doing a we're doing a big podcast. So first so. of
2: all, you need to put your, your lips right up next to that. Okay. Tell us your name. We have four beautiful people here. What's okay. your name? My yeah, name's man.
5: Anthony Moyet.
2: Anthony, excellent. Now, Anthony, you are fantastically studded out in a cool outfit. He looks amazing. Where I like the belt buckle too, man? Look at that thing. That's awesome. He so, won that in
3: a rodeo. That's Calgary. So,
2: so were you guys were you guys just dancing?
5: Yeah, we just finished
2: dancing. And a, and like a traditional dance, yes? Yeah. Of what? Tell us about it. Um, Tell us about your dance style. Or give or give the mic to someone who can. <laughs> <laughs> My mom knows. Your mom knows? Introduce yourself. Introduce your, uh, yeah. your your other dancers here.
5: I'm Eva Figueroa.
2: Eva, nice to meet you. Beautiful pink dress. I'm
5: Anissa Garza.
2: Anissa. Natalie. White, beautiful. And Natalie. Wow. Beautiful. Black. They have traditional costumes on. It's totally awesome. Hey, Mom, come in here. Tell us. Introduce yourself.
9: My name is Leticia Moyet.
2: Put that right up to your mouth.
9: Letícia
2: Moyet. Moyet. Beautiful. Can You say and that
3: again, please. Moyet, Letícia
2: Moyet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And so, I love that. Gotta love that accent, don't you? Totally. So tell <laughs> us what the tell us what the kids were doing. What kind of dancing?
9: The kids were performing regional Mexican music today. Uh, the style that they're wearing is from Jalisco, is a state in Mexico.
3: Oh man. They F- did a lot of that. Fantastic. We could see you guys from here. I could see the stage, and it was just beautiful. The way they moved their their dresses and skirts and stuff. That's was,
9: how we get them to join the group. Beautiful dresses. Yes.
3: Fantastic. <laughs> now, do you? I, I would join the group.
9: The boys stay because they get to play with machetes.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> hey now, now you're talking our tune. Now I want to let you people know that don't understand the
3: language is machete. Yes which is a big knife and they let the boys play with them. I like the way I she a little scared. But I, the way it, she said it sounded like something neat.
2: Is it hard to concentrate? <laughs> is it hard to concentrate dancing when there is a fighter jet just off the side of there <laughs> looks like you're going to be bombed or something?
5: Uh, I didn't really notice it.
3: See He was he was concentrating. Consummate and, professional. <laughs> Are you guys performing any more today?
5: Yeah, we'll be back at 4.
3: 4 o'clock? 4 awesome. o'clock. That's Fantastic. Amazing. Well, we'll take a time off to come and watch for sure. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining our show. You guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank, Thank you, ladies. You. Thank, you. Thank you. Mom. Thank you, sir. Good job, Big Daddy. That yeah, was cool excellent. They're awesome. I, it, that's the cool thing about this. That, you know, no other Highland Games that I know of has a World Fair attached to it. Totally. But I think this is the, the, the genius of Polly, Polly uh, Salz, Yep. is she sold the community on not only the Highland Games aspect, but she brought in uh, other cultures. And, of course, we've got, so we've got these uh, dancers from Mexico. Doing these amazing cultural da- dances and these awesome costumes, Yep. And then you, you, I look across the way and I see all kinds of stuff. You know, you got Big Mike's uh, tidbits. It's basically a, a barbecue southern joint. barbecue thing. Yep. You know, I look a little bit to my left and I see the shaved Asian food again.
2: Right. I see. An, I see a, a booth that's someone like African garb
3: of some kind. Yep. Yeah. there's a Yeah. It really, it looks like a Swahili. I outfit. think this. So what
2: people wouldn't probably realize. I mean, we. So we are in um, Mountain Home. Idaho, which is about 30 um, 30 miles from hell, 30 miles east of Boise. And it is high desert, out in the middle of nowhere, beautiful sight lines, you know, absolutely gorgeous country. Um, and, but it's a fairly small community. You wouldn't expect there's that no. much diversity here. But there's a huge Air Force base, right? And that brings all types of people from all over the world. It brings right? a lot of diversity. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I think it's fantastic that they've done this. Pa- I think it's super fantastic. Super fantastic. Polly. So f- speaking of super fantastic. Super fantastic. So we met Polly for the first time when she came came out to Bellingham to join the guys uh, on their road trip to come throw with us. And
3: Bellingham, we, we lovingly refer to as what Brett. The Big Show. The Big Show.
2: And so she um, was fantastic. She's a new member of this SAAA crew. She has embraced it uh, heavily. She is pretty much the grand dom of of their of everything they're doing in the Rockies group right now. Yep. And, um, and she just knows how to put on a show. Um, everything from all the coordination up front. We show up and our hotel rooms have got welcome baskets from oh. the community. They've got, uh, ca- you know, 10 cases of Angry Orchard for the big daddy.
3: <laughs> what was that? Two times rock! Oh, oh my gosh. No. That's uh, fighting words. Don't worry. Security, security. Hey here's the thing. We got some retarded person that just walked up wearing a helmet and they got a, a two tine fork in their hand. So don't worry about it's that. It's one
2: though. of those it's one of those assays
3: that we love. She just
2: requested a two time. Oh my gosh, two times Hey timers. I guess mental
3: retardism actually you can actually Easy. catch it. Two tines, no.
2: Okay, so oh, wait a minute, Paulie.
3: everybody. Hold on a second. The one of the, the, the co-hosts of the show is being politically incorrect. Wow, weird, huh? Yeah, crazy. Get used to it. Shut up. Hey, anyway. focus,
2: focus. on Polly. We're not focusing on their two tines.
3: You know, focus on this motherfucker. That lady yelled at me two tines rock. <laughs> I am defending the three time fork. If a, you want to pretend like this should. never happened, you can. As you should. Okay. Film at eleven. Jay, calm down. I guess I'm the only one that still has a passion for the three time. I guess <laughs> that's what that's where we're at. Um,
2: so we had all these wonderful gifts. Um, hey, give Paul, me some shaved Asians. Polly um, had a uh, a wonderful uh, pub crawl last night
3: Yo. that we took on. That was an awesome pub
2: It was call. three. It was three pubs. The first one was a, a straight-up biker
3: bar, which was awesome. Oh, it was amazing.
2: It was a real biker bar. With real bikers. And the and the, the proprietor was a very nice guy. It was welcome to have us. The next one was completely opposite. It's a cigar bar um, that you can have really nice cocktails and cigars inside. Yep. And then next door to that was some kind of weird baser honky-tonk. I mean, it was like a classic... Um, honky tonk bar for for military.
4: It was no faces.
2: <laughs> uh, Candy sprinkles refers to a um, bases bar
3: that we had in Grand Forks when we were going to college. Called Faces. It was awesome. I got a question for Angie. Yes. Uh-oh. What? Tell, tell me what your experience was with that biker bar. What did you think of it? Ooh.
5: Well, when we first walked in and people were smoking inside, it's like, holy crap. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought
5: it was cool, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Especially it
5: the lady behind the counter that, you know, her boobs were barely
2: Oh my gosh, she in was her taking, bra,
5: and then she had her tips in between. She was if only t- she looked good, that would have been really hot.
2: <laughs> yeah, she kept taking tips and putting them in her cleavage.
3: Well, then she was pouring drinks with a cigarette hanging out of Dude, her mouth. Oh, Dude, she yeah, was yeah, making yeah.
2: full-on yeah. drinks with a cigarette with a big, long inch... Inch and a half, two-inch ash still on it, just hanging there while she's making the drink.
3: That's classy. Yeah. It was a cool
5: bar,
2: though. People, it was a cool bar. It's like it's back in time going to that place, right? Because you could smoke inside. Literally. Every one of these bars had ashtrays everywhere. That third bar, remember Big Daddy? Yeah. You go into the urinal, there's an ashtray stand right at the urinal so you can put your cigar or, or cigarette yeah. down
3: while you're taking a leak. It was funny because I was telling you about it. And you know, the last time I saw an ashtray, it was in an antique store. Oh, my gosh. You know, in Washington, we have, they haven't smoked in restaurants or bars in, mm. what, 15, 20 years, you know, and all of a sudden you come here and it's like, boom. Time warp. It was really crazy. Yeah,
2: that, that, um,. The, those were awesome bars. Uh, in fact, we can give a shout. Uh, Jeff was the owner of the Edge, that first the biker bar that we the went Edge, to.
3: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We, we really had really enjoyed a
2: bagpiper. He had oh, a pumpkin yeah. out there that we were signing. He was very welcoming and cool. Loved yes. him. Yeah, Lo- yep. lovely guy. That was super cool.
4: Super fun.
3: Um, so the Edge bar.
4: And then the cigar it, bar Mountain is called Home.
3: Mark Anthony's. Mark Anthony's. Mark Anthony's cigar bar on uh, Main Street and 37th. Yep. And, and I don't. I can't remember the name <laughs> of the
4: third one, but it's right next to Mark Anthony's. It was
3: fantastic. Yeah, so it was on Main Street and 37th as well. It was fantastic. Fantas- super fantastic. Super fantastic. I had a super fantastic Stogie and I felt like a king sitting there drinking my Jack Daniels and Coke and smoking my Stogie. Yes. You guys looked
4: like kings.
3: We were kings. Is that place? Absolutely kings.
2: Yes.
3: Um, hey, Big Daddy. Yes, sir. I think that
2: is a pretty damn good opening. You think so? Yes. I think we're ready to go out to the break.
3: Shit, sure, we and, already had two interviews, and, and we're only in the opening.
2: I know. We're going to get out to the break and uh, come back in with some pop culture and current events. Pop culture. And, and maybe hit some uh, some more interviews as people are coming by, yeah?
3: Yeah, we got to get uh, we got to get that Scottish bastard Brebner on here. I like to hear his voice on this thing.
2: Okay, well. Oh, I
3: also have an interview with a couple of prominent lightweights as well, so look awesome. forward to that.
2: All right. Well, we're going to go out on some uh, Ugly Kid Joe and
3: Sandwich. Yeah, I like this song. In fact, I'm going to make this my ringtone. <laughs> Every time a lightweight calls me, I'll play it. She
1: was a good witch. She was a bad witch. I actually really like but this song. But all I really wanted was a motherfucking sandwich. A bad left-hand The woman drove me crazy, but I couldn't. Try to me, me, but you
8: never understand Let's say I go into some guy's office. Let's say he's even remotely interested in buying something. Well, then I get all excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet is my possible sale. Oh, my pretty little pet. I love you. So I stroke it, and I pet it, and I massage it.
5: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love my little naughty pet. You're naughty. And then I take my naughty pet and I go. <laughs>
1: oh! I killed it! I killed my sail.
8: <laughs> That's when I blow it. <laughs> I have one I have thing, one to, thing say. to say you, you better, better rewrite, rewrite the, the lyrics. lyrics.
9: Who's this? It's Mimi, bitch.
8: <laughs> Everybody you say answer. lunch. <laughs> Everybody
10: say lunch. Lunch. I want a cold turkey. I want to be hoagie. I want some bologna. I want a
6: sandwich. I want a hot panini. Hold ooh. a zucchini.
2: Ooh, Don't ooh. make a teeny weenie. I want a sandwich. I'm gonna be Ooh, This is the song the like a big lightweights one. are listening to. Could <laughs> be the
3: night the lightweight anthem. <laughs> They're dreaming.
4: They do aerobics I'm to like this weight. Well, totally.
6: Now get me a sandwich.
3: Zumba. Give me
2: a sandwich. Everybody, Zumba. Welcome back. Fork Talk, episode 35. 35! Live Live. from Mountain Home Highland Games. The home of the mountains. World Fair and Lightweight World Championships. Yeah! Big Daddy, I was just uh, in our break over to check out where the lightweights are in their rotation. I uh, saw the amazing Francis Brebna on the microphone. Oh, yeah. He's, um, He's got them through the first four. Events they are moving over to um, the uh, hammer, and when they're done with hammer, they'll be back over here for Wob and for Kaber. Yeah, yeah.
4: And they're, sheep. they're doing a
2: sheep demo. They will be doing a sheep demo. It's not a part of their competition. Um, the big news was Scott Farr so far has bruised a toe of some kind and can't put any weight on it. And so he is pretty much out of it at this point. Whoa.
4: He's got like turf toe then. Yeah,
2: something like that. He's got ice on it. It's not working. That's too bad. Garrett? Yeah? Middleton. Yeah. He unleashed a lightweight at 60, I think it was 5 and 7 or something like that to nice. to go past Stefan. D'America. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So, very, they got a good competition going on over there.
5: And his wife is so
2: cute. Who's? Garrett's. Garrett's. Yes, we
3: love Garrett's little wife. That
5: blondie Jessica?
3: Yeah, she was drinking like a fish. Oh
5: my gosh. <laughs> She's
3: the one that got the French tickler. <laughs> she got the <laughs> French tickler from the bathroom. It was like 50 cents. Woo-hoo. The,
5: wa- no, the nobody wants that. That's
3: the way the pub car rolls. All right. We I don't get the French tickler very much, so I don't understand it. See, here's the thing. It's not for you. Yeah, that's right. It's for her. It should be for me. Right? Because right? I mean, all sex is for your pleasure. Very much.
5: Mm-hmm. It's for you, for her.
3: Well, if you think about it, though, the tickler, it tickles something inside that's not even a, you know, a sensitive. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> I'm a medical professional. Medical yeah, professional. Yeah, a woman. I could be. Hey, it is time for. All I have to do is chop it off and next or, or tuck it. I could tuck it. You know, I could no, be like no, 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 Big Daddy. No. What? It's time for a pop culture. A pop culture. Pop culture and
2: current events. Um, we've scrapped one of our topics because we're not talking politics.
3: Hell no. to that. No. Hell to the no. no you know, well, no. you know, nothing about politics is. It dates us. So, So like, in 20 years, when people are still tuning in, they'll be like, who the fuck are those people they're talking about? Totally. Totally. We want
4: want to be timeless.
3: So, we're not talking that. What we are going to talk first... Hold on one second. Okay. Wait. Are you going to crack... Oh. That's the sweet sound of an angry orchard. That is an angry orchard, courtesy of the Northern Rockies SAAA crew. And Polly. You've got a hell of a lot more of those to finish off before we leave. Fifteen cases. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, okay, first topic. Big Daddy Masters. is going to be
4: detoxing tomorrow, people.
2: First topic, Master Worlds. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's going to be in Iceland. Iceland. Called, which, it sounds, which sounds like a cool as all hell place to throw.
3: It's about time they took it somewhere else. I uh, mean, what did they have it in Buffalo last time? Yeah. St. Louis, the time before that? Yeah. Whoop-de-doo. It was in
2: Scotland the the year before, two years ago. That was pretty cool. Yeah. True.
3: Big deal, though. I mean, Iceland's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Iceland's cold, actually. It's
2: cold. It's cool. So, Iceland is cool. We've been, obviously, through the Reykjavik Airport a couple times on our trips over to Europe, but uh, never spent any time there. The question I had for the panel is, um, Are they've introduced... For the first time in its history, now throwing minimums in these last two, yeah, or this this last one. So, and, and it, why did they do that? Well, essentially, you know, as, as we've discussed before, the Masters Worlds started um, essentially to um, to be able to get it going off its feet. It needed people to attend. So, really, it was just um, people who have, um, I don't would, uh, if they have um, disposable income then they can go, right? So 40-plus people are more likely to have disposable income, so it was basically come one, come all.
3: Let me explain something to that about where this came from, I believe. Okay. When uh, Haas and I, in 2012, went to the Masters World Championships in South Carolina, yes. we threw with approximately 142 people. A lot. Give or take. It's a lot. It's a lot of people, and for safety reasons, I think it's a great idea to increase some of those uh, the, the numbers for qualifying because some of the guys I was throwing with lovely people great dudes but you know what they were more like novices you know they didn't ha- I mean right they weren't a- you're at a world championships right and and some of these guys just couldn't cut it and we had a few uh, close calls right you know with uh, with you know with the implements and stuff like that so um, I think it's a great idea. Yep. So they've
2: introduced minimums, um, which will cut the field down a little bit so it's not 100, 150
4: people yeah, that are trying to throw. how many people did they have at Buffalo?
3: I have no idea. Um, it wasn't over 100, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So they it was basically a bit smaller, have yeah. the
4: field because it was almost 200
2: yeah, in Scotland. Which, is, which is probably but more it, manageable. But if you
3: looked at the guys that were competing, they were recognizable names. They were guys that we've thrown with, that we know of, and, you know. Yeah, so. that are
2: that are proper. So, um, so the question is, are they going to continue it? Yes. Are they going to stick up to that? Because my thought was, I don't, I don't have a problem with the minimums, um, but um, are they going to get enough people to go to Iceland? Because it's oh, yeah. like going to Europe; it's an expensive proposition. You don't just go. Well, and that's that's. I think
4: they're going to numbers going to drop significantly in Iceland. Because I think
2: they're going to open it up. I think they're going to, in the end, drop the numbers.
4: What do you think, Big Daddy?
3: I don't know. I'm just sitting there drinking my Angry Orchard and enjoying the view.
0: <laughs> well, I for one hope they drop the numbers because I currently can't make.
3: Them. <laughs>
0: <I've got laughs> work Max Sadler,
3: ladies and gentlemen. I've
0: got a hammer and I'm knocking on the door with the stone, but my weights for distance are uh, abysmal in relation. to...
3: Abysmal. I love that word.
5: I don't know. I think Iceland air. That's All the- those people have a lot of good deals to go to Iceland, right?
3: I think they have probably. I don't know. Yeah, it was you know a few years oh, ago. Nice, yeah. Well, Angie and I were talking about this because the ice the Iceland uh, trips they want to promote tourism, so they did drop the number they did drop the prices, and you have a, direct trips from some of the big cities like Seattle.
5: But oh, but the Kardashians were over there, so now everybody's going to go over there. So, I, but, but I'm going
10: really s-
3: I wish their plane had <laughs> crashed. I hate them.
4: <laughs> Our trip that we just took. Um, when we flew Iceland Air, the prices were up. Ooh. It was pretty. It was pretty expensive per ticket.
2: But that's all the way to Europe, not just to Iceland and back, really. Well, still. Yeah. I
4: don't know. I think a lot of to anyway, go to Iceland. Uh, huh? I think a lot of people want
2: to go to Iceland.
3: Oh, uh, uh, I well, yeah, I, I think, think so. a lot of people want to, and that. And we talked about this before when we talked about Scotland. You had a shitload of people signing up to get their names on the roster, right? So that you know, and then you know, they they save up or whatever, but then life happens. You know, you got six months, and all of a sudden, well, maybe I can't afford this trip, so they have to back out, right? Right. So you end up getting less people. Right. And I think uh, the point that Haas is trying to make is that Iceland's going to be the same thing. I think people are going to sign up. They're going to want to go. But here's – I think the the, the stickler is it's, it's a money-making proposition, too. I mean, the Masters World Championships, they get paid by the entry fees. Right. So if their entries are down um, – so is their finances. And then Mexico's right. go. Right, that's true. So yep. you know, it's a, you know, who cares? I mean, it's a it's a world championships. It should be people that are decent, you know, good throwers, and it should be fun. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Um, okay, another topic. Not just a bunch of old guys wearing compression shirts trying to look like they have muscles. Right. I mean, that's what Mark Valenti said on his Armageddon series. You know? Right. Oddly enough, though, I'd like to call Mark Valenny out on that because, and I did on on uh, Facebook. He uh, said all that stuff about masters and how they should never throw and blah blah blah, and then he signed up for Buffalo. But, oh, but, really? then he, but then he didn't go. Oh. So maybe maybe the Big Daddy had a little influence on him. I'm not sure. I think you called him out, yeah. But uh, here's here's my prediction, Iceland. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of those guys. Probably come back out of the woodwork because they just want to go to Iceland.
2: Yeah, former pros who are going to throw in their 40s and kill it because they want to throw in Iceland. Absolutely. Yep,
3: I I totally agree. Which I could care less.
4: They do some interesting events in Iceland, like they do Caber for height. What? Yeah, Karen Dalmar told us about that.
3: Yeah, they do. Really? Yes. Caber for height? I don't yes. think they'll be doing it that way wow. here. but yeah. interesting. If well, you've no. ever watched some of the older world series, uh, World's Strongest Men where yeah. they did it in Iceland, that's what they were doing.
2: Wow, it's getting all of a sudden really windy here.
3: It's a bit gusty.
2: It's a bit of a windy day, I think for Matthew sure. is rolling through. We've got... Uh, batting down the hatches. Um, as Angie, uh Devil Andrew was saying, it's a beautiful park we're in. It's got some massive silver maple or oak trees. I'm not sure w- one oak. of
3: the two. Go ahead, uh, Andrew. Tell us what you see. But they're beautiful.
5: Well, I mean, so we're out in the, wet the high
3: desert? High desert.
5: Which... Well, if you go in town, it's not at all. I mean, we have beautiful trees out here, um, lots of green grass. But actually, you know, I think this is one of my favorite games.
2: Really? It's Already? It's really
5: nice out here because you will have, like, the pipe band over here, and then you have the Mexican music over here. You know, and it's free to everybody just to kind of walk in and do a little thing. You have kids over here at the park just playing. And they also have a really good uh, a little kids Highland game thing. They all have the same colored shirts on. And they're doing the same events as the throwers. And they're like going in a little group everywhere. It's just like super
2: cute. Yep, they were it very is, cute. It is
4: really nice. The weather is perfect.
2: Weather's gorgeous. These are really old trees. I mean, they are massive. They're big.
4: We're in Carl Miller Park and in Mountain Home.
2: And they're
3: helping to cut the wind down for sure. Um, Carl t- Miller, by the way, if any of you don't know, he's the founder of Mountain Home. So just,
2: why is the jet out here? He was a World War, I think, one veteran.
3: Yeah. He was a World War One veteran who actually uh he died, he died in a kamikaze attack. He slammed his biplane into a German ship and killed all the Germans on board.
5: Wow, that's amazing. But he lived. So now we have the answers. So he
3: he
4: died in the kamikaze tech, died, but he lived.
3: So, he did he did actually
2: die in World War One and was decorated for saving a bunch of people and trying to do so, I
3: believe I saw.
4: Why is there a jet in the park? I don't because know what had kind of he jet lived, that is.
3: He'd fly that. Okay. It's definitely not a World War One jet. No, that's a Vietnam era <laughs> jet.
2: <laughs> it's a. Uh, it like a Phantom. I think it's homage to uh, the military base the nearby. Force I would guess. Yeah, yep. Mountain
3: Home has a very huge Air Force base here. It's a very, uh, very big base, and uh, for the West Coast, it is the probably number one protector, except for McCord. Oh. Really? Yep. Okay. That's not bullshit. I actually didn't make that up.
5: And everybody's really friendly here. Yes. Like, even when you go in the curb stores or ordering from. Jack in the Crack or whatever we're eating Jack at. Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's really it polite. It tastes like Jack in the
3: Crack. Yeah, you're right.
4: Everybody's very polite and it's just... It's Except for the Wendy's. They close too early. Yeah, the Wendy's,
3: Yeah, yeah the, the Wendy's can suck it. O'clock. You know, we, we go out drinking last night. All we want is Wendy's. Wendy's And then we go there and guess what? It's fucking closed. Yep. Yeah, it's no good. But Jack in the Crack was wide open.
1: I oh know stuffed jalapenos. <laughs> yep. Quite surprising.
3: Yeah, Angie had stuffed jalapenos, and she was eating those last night in bed. In bed. <laughs> and they were drooling good. down her face. No, no, no. I have a yeah. napkin. Then I heard her screaming this morning when she was taking a poop. <laughs> yeah. It like an opera singer.
2: <laughs> All right, topic number two, uh, team games. All across the country, people who get it in Highland Games have occasionally a games where they have a team day.
3: Wait a They've minute. They've got oh, the north south stuff. On a second. Yes. Hold on a second. I do I wanna let's touch a little bit more on those qualification marks. Okay. For Mazda's World. Sure. Go. What do you think of them? I don't care.
2: Okay, let's go on. I mean, if, if, I'm, if I, I'm, I'm with Max, I don't think I can hit some of them, and therefore I would be out of that um, ranking. So I'd have to get my numbers up to be able to qualify, which is a good
3: goal to have. Do you think if the number of throwers is down due to the fact that uh, it's, a, it's a pricey trip and that um, the numbers are relatively uh, unachievable for some guys, do you think that they will maybe give a little laxity on the numbers to let guys in? Most
1: probably. Yeah.
3: I mean, if I were running that
2: organization, I would say due to the success of it, we now have upwards of 100-plus people that want to come throw at the, mass, at the World's, which is fantastic. But because of that, we need to be able to limit the field a bit, and so we will start introducing um, – um, Minimums, or at least rank it so that if you have a hundred people uh, register, and you can only have a field of eighty for that year, then you take the top eighty, and um, the twenty that aren't there, they are on standby. And if people come out, you go in.
3: That's perfect. In fact, that's kind of like game Club. Yeah,
2: I mean that's the way they yeah. should do it. And it, you know, again, they make a list, and then that hard.
3: people leave the list, and they move the next guy up. Yeah. Yep. So
2: uh, right. that's how I would do it. If I could.
3: Um, All right, I'm done talking about that. Let's move on. All
2: right. Um, team competitions. We are a big fan of them. We In the Pacific Northwest, we have one particular one in Kelso, um, which uh, Big Daddy and I are very fond of. They have them in other parts of the world, down in Texas, over on the East Coast. And here with us to talk about this year's team competition is the one, the only, our prime sponsor number three in your programs but number one in your heart Max Sadler get that right up in your teeth there Shalom, it is right up in my teeth yeah, it is. Me now. welcome to Fork I Talk Maxie you.
0: thank you I've always wanted to be here
3: <laughs> you have been here you just blanked it out for those oh, of you who don't know Max uh, you will Max Sadler is actually our number one sponsor for uh, Fork Talk he's also our number one sponsor for uh bellingham highland games he's a very generous person and uh he's been a good friend of ours for a while and he's become a hell of a thrower well
0: thank you very much i appreciate you saying that It's true speaking of sponsorship i wanted to bring something up oh shit Uh
3: i just fucked us up now i got we got no money coming here
0: miss sprinkles gave me the 2017 contract earlier today Uh yes and i'd like to say that she's ripping it up i do enjoy (laughs) sponsoring this podcast however fifteen hundred dollars an episode seems like a little bit much
3: (laughs) You fucking Jew! Really? Drop the drop the microphone.
4: Um, Max, it's it's negotiable.
3: It is
1: negotiable. It Everything
3: is negotiable. I just said, forget about it, folks. Drop the mic, Jew boy.
2: <laughs> You'd think we'd do more episodes if if that was the case, wouldn't you? Instead of three quit in a year. I my fucking day
0: job. I have noticed Candy has new shoes.
3: Yeah, that's true. Well, she's always so, got new boots. Courtesy of Mattress Ranch, MattressRanch.com.
4: That's right. Thank you, Max. But we've got I've got a new scheme for shoe money now.
3: Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, there we, we go. go. We're going to hold off we'll talking about for a that later. Bit. We will talk about it though. Yeah. I, I definitely it, it deserves a conversation. Hey, so Maxie, uh
2: the wh- I don't really even care if the the listeners don't care because the Dead, which is the team for Kelso, which you are a part of,
3: the Drop Deads. The
2: Drop Deads. Um, have a new member this year, and I just wanted to get your take on that. Um, I, unfortunately, once again, was not there because I was in Scotland doing other fun things. Boom. Um, Maxie was a little hungover but still delivered on the weight over bar. And, uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, a little hungover. Yeah, let's afraid. just say this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, every attempt that Max made, he sat down and looked like he was going to throw up.
2: And, and. And um, he, so Maxie, uh, Mike Adams, uh, the Bronx, the the Buchanan Bomber, um, had had. Uh, well, it was a stupid excuse. Brake issues. I don't. Yeah, I don't so know what I, that I, is.
0: I, I offered to pick him up. But yeah. uh, he claimed that he had to fix his car, otherwise he couldn't go to work the next day. He was intimidated. Right.
2: So we had an opening. And I, ladies and gentlemen of Fork Talk, if you have an opening to join the dead in Kelso, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's I, a huge I can, deal.
0: I can stand here and okay. tell you you take that opportunity.
2: I mean, you know, it's a big deal. And sitting right there at the opportunity to take it. Actually, one one person who just has no clue didn't take it, who could have.
3: Because he's a dumbass. And, uh, but there was one. Sean Taylor is his name, but, by the way. But, Sean Taylor. Taylor from Oregon, <laughs> he is a dumb ass. He didn't
4: want to, uh, reportedly, he did I, not want to get up.
3: I don't hurry. want to get up in the morning. To go, That's no. crazy. You know what? Fuck you. You're not a thrower.
2: Go to hell. All right. But um, no offense. We Fine. had, we had someone else there <laughs> and, uh, and it was pretty funny because from what I heard, um, he said, I'll do it. I'll do it. Big
3: daddy said, we barely uh, even said anything.
2: Big daddy said, dude, you're on a team. He said, screw them.
3: I am going on the dead. When I told him we had an opening, he said, I'll take it. I want to be on the dead. Don't want to be on the dead. And then I said, well, you're on a team. And he said, fuck them. They suck. <laughs> uh,
0: Mr. Yeah. Wechter, who it's... we were speaking to. Mark, Mark Wechter. Mark Wechter. Mark Wechter. The
3: one and only. The bald beauty. the Actually, the lightweight Masters World Champion last year, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And he was positively giddy. Yes.
3: Did he? Oh, yeah. He wouldn't even cut the sleeves off the shirt we gave him. He <laughs> wants to keep it. Well, I was very proud
2: to hear that he was had become a dead. And Mark, uh, I officially welcome you to the dead. Which um,
3: actually made uh, Hoss's, uh, you know, association with the dead a little bit more tentative.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate you continuing to threaten that I am now off the dead because I'm never there, and/or my marks are shitty. We do need um, a manager, though. We appreciate do, We that. need an equipment manager. I will smack you so yeah. hard. Won't be the first time. I have
1: taken
0: Haas' space on the dead, and I will happily relinquish that when he is able to...
3: Achieve Ooh, a, weight, a weight over bar like show. you can. Oh, for God's sake. When he's achieved, when he's achieved I, 17... I achieved seventeen. back. <laughs> 17? Ouch. Yeah, dude hit 17. Max Sadler hit 17 on weight over bar. That is impressive. He,
0: Unfortunately not in Kelso. He
3: didn't but. hit in Kelso, but you know what? Drunk off his ass. Puking all over the fucking field, and the son of a bitch still hits fifteen.
4: I heard he was still drunk. He was still
3: drunk. He took three attempts on every on every uh, height, and still beat everybody. So that was good.
0: It it, it was an ugly day for myself, but uh, I pulled through when I needed to.
2: Yep. Well done. Well done. He gave us what we needed. Well, well done, and welcome to the dead,
3: Mark, and um, we. Because once a dead, always a dead. Once a dead, always a dead. That's right. And for the listeners that don't know about the dead, the reason why we're called the drop deads, keep walking, Perrin. Oh, man, I love that old dude. Uh, <laughs> the reason why we're called the drop deads is for three reasons, right? One. Number one, we're all drop dead handsome. Drop dead gorgeous. Number two. We could all drop dead at the same time. At moment. any time. Any time. Because we're all masters. And right.
0: my favorite, number three. Yep. Go
2: ahead,
3: Max.
0: All the other teams can drop dead.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Fuck em. Very good. All right, Maxie, thanks for your sponsorship and your friendship. Thanks
3: for being here. Is there anything you want to say?
0: I would like to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen of Fort Talk. Peace out.
3: Woo! And, and, and he dropped the mic. He dropped the mic. Dropped it. Um, and pick, no, it, pick, it, pick it back up.
2: when you No it rest for the wicked, because we
3: have an incredibly special oh. guest sitting next to us. This guest makes any other guest look like shit. We, well, this guest is the guest of all guests. Were your ears burning? I feel like I'm Jay Leno.
10: Everything was
3: burning. <laughs> it <laughs> burns when she pees. You can get a shot for that, I we think. We have nothing to do with that, by
2: yeah. the way.
10: I'd rather have a rub than
3: a shot. Ooh, Ooh hey now. A rub Man. or a schmear? <laughs> Either
1: works.
3: Okay. <laughs> we'll you we to arrange that? On the mic,
2: to my right, is the one, the only, Polly. Yay! The athletic director of this game's. Yes, the, the organizer of the Mostus. We were, we were. Were your ears burning because we were talking sweet nothings about you?
3: The Valkyrie
2: of was the Highland
3: Games. Why my
1: face kept getting warm.
3: Yes, that's it. There's already a queen. We got, we got the queen, right? But you're actually more than a queen. You're she's, like
4: she's the Empress.
3: She's the Empress slash Valkyrie, Valkyrie of the Highland Games. Yes, I didn't like that? And you seem to have
2: pulled off on your third year, and a hell of a games. Thank you. So far, very successful, yes?
10: I think so. It's Everyone's happy. Everyone's enjoying themselves.
2: Yeah. The here, lightweights
10: here. are throwing awesome out there.
2: Yes, and good. are having
10: a great time.
2: Francis looks fantastic in his uh, Scottish get-up. Yes, as always. His yes.
3: swordsman vest, which yeah, makes no cool. sense to me. Why are you wearing a swordsman <laughs> he vest? He looks like Errol I mean, he Flynn. he does have a
2: sword. Errol Flynn, he looks like in that thing. He awesome. Does
4: he look like the the people on Outlander?
2: Mm, you kinda. What's that?
4: Show.
1: Oh, okay. it's
2: a it's a it's a it's a soft porn Highland show for ladies.
4: Haas, bite your tongue.
2: Yeah,
3: I'll bite it for him.
2: Um, so I come here. The crowds seem to be good, and they seem to be getting a little bit bigger as yeah, the day the goes on. Yeah, and
4: soccer are finally getting over.
10: Okay. So. Yep,
3: yep. Soccer.
2: Yeah.
4: I thought I thought I saw a few soccer players to Get
3: those through. assholes out of here.
2: And um and the uh, the rotation on the stuff seems to be going well. The athletes seem to be having fun.
10: We kind of have to tell them to slow down. They're going too fast.
2: Oh, are they? <laughs> well, that's okay, I guess. They like to get done and then to the beer garden so they can cheer for everybody else.
10: Yes, and our beer garden is run by the American Legion 101, and they get to keep all of the proceeds that they make today.
3: <laughs> Fantastic. That's, awesome. that's super fantastic. Well done. Well super done. fantastic. Get to the chopper.
2: So so tell us a little bit about how this game started. What's what's the what's the backstory?
10: So my... Uh, Right-hand man Will Griffith, who is all to blame for this. <laughs> Him and um, my best friend Jamie, who I me. met last night
3: at the bar. Yeah. Nice guy.
10: She's awesome. No, the girl Jamie. Oh, the Will, girl. Will's Will's you other said, half.
3: Oh, okay. so you did best I, friend last night. You're just a girl just being... best
10: friend, a boy best friend.
3: All right. Well, you need to figure it out.
10: Well, I like them all.
3: Yeah. Stop. Stop judging. I guess that's why your name is Polly. Mm-hmm. Because you like multiple. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get that a lot. Did you get that?
10: Yeah, I did. Um, so they took me to a game, and I was hooked. And I turned to Will, and I said, hey, I want to do one of these in Mountain Home. He's like, okay. So we took off running, and the first year we put it together in two months. And we had 39 athletes and 500 people in the park and over 35 vendors. And then the in next two year. two months, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was, in,
4: that's impressive. That's an impressive feat, people.
10: That was crazy. Um, so then last year when we did it again, we had 69 athletes and over 1,000 people
3: in the park. Holy shit. So you doubled it?
10: Well, yeah. In one year? Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Nice.
10: Well, it's like, you know, you see people come and go. Everybody doesn't come at once.
3: Right, right. Yeah. And, and that can get pretty messy when everyone comes at once.
2: <laughs> true. True. Um, I get the impression, I mean, it. I get the impression you... Uh, one of the challenges that a lot of Highland games have is just getting community support. They get some sponsorships. Um, they really work hard in getting advertising out there, but you seem to have a pretty special relationship with the community here in in supporting this from, from donations of things you guys need for, for everybody to, uh, to the vendors.
10: Yeah. Um, first off, I treat my vendors, you know, how I would want to be treated if I was a vendor. Cause I used to vend a long time ago.
2: Perfect, yes.
10: Um, We keep this event free to the public. so um,
2: That's kind of unique, actually.
10: The families are, you know, they come here and they spend more on the vendors, so the vendors are happy because they don't have to pay a gate fee.
3: Right, right.
10: And because it's a free community event, the city gets involved more along with economic development Mm. and everything. Um, Our city's awesome. The economic development ladies, they have been nothing but a godsend to me. Cool. And they help me get my sponsors and things like that.
3: That's amazing. Who, that, who is responsible for getting the shaved Asian food?
10: <laughs> That'd be me.
3: <laughs> it's unique. Shave, I've, you know, I've never had shaved Asian food.
10: You know, I've never looked at her sign to realize that that's exactly how it reads. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. You can't see the
3: ice
4: part next to the shave. That's the problem.
3: Well, if you look at it from an angle on the other side, it actually, there is no ice on it. It just says shaved and then you see Asian food. So I was thinking to myself, okay, well, so you get a hairball an hour after you eat.
2: Big Daddy right, has that. been fixated on this, Polly. I'm sorry, It's has really like
3: two days.
10: That's, that's all probably it. because it's right across from him, and that's I what he's
3: looking at. <laughs> well, I saw it last night. I was throwing something away when I was leaving here, and I go, "Hey guys, you only got shaved Asian food over there," and everyone's like, "Oh, shut up! You don't even talk about." He's, then,
2: a, he's 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 a, like a dog with a bone. There's with
4: lots one. more vendors too, and they all look great.
3: Yeah, but that shaved Asian food really catches your eye. I'll tell you that right now. Yes, it does. You know, when you're going to talk about a World Fair, you, by God, better have some shaved Asian food. True. (laughs) That's true. You know, I'm I'm just saying that right now. You stepped up your game just in that one venue. Well,
2: we cannot thank you enough for having us. We love doing uh, live fieldside podcasting. You never know what's going to happen because people randomly walk by, and Big Daddy just screams out and makes them come over and talk to us. Which yeah, we had a whole group of up.
3: Mexican dancers over here. They were awesome. awesome. It was yeah, neat. the whole
2: family came over, which was good. They're they were great. cute as hell too. They were they were, yeah. they were
3: just adorable in their outfits, and, um, and then they started speaking the, the language. And one thing, you know, Angie's not here. Good um, that. That accent, holy shit, that just does it for me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> really? Yeah, my Sporin was actually about mm, an inch and a half higher. Really? Half Maybe two. Hispanic accents do it oh, for me. You. Oh, you, yes, sir. I had no idea, yeah, Big Daddy. See, we learned something new. Yeah, it just does it for me. It's so crazy. Where's Angie? She's not around, is she? No. She never listens to the podcast, so I'm safe. So,
2: Polly, it's a two-day games, yes. So we got tomorrow, Yes.
10: A masters, <laughs> you guys.
2: Yeah, yes. the legends. <laughs> the legends class is throwing. Yes. Uh, and the older people than that. And then, and then our
10: other lightweights.
2: The Oh, yes. The other okay. lightweights. That's good. Uh, this podcast has been um, That's a lot of lightweights themed a lot of lightweights. the sandwich podcast because... The lightweights need to eat a sandwich. I
10: thought Nigel wanted it to be a cinnamon roll. He yes. why did it have to be a sandwich?
3: Nigel's the only true lightweight. The guy actually, he cuts weight to get <laughs> no, from no. 200 to 199. <laughs> That's true. Nigel has been very polite about,
2: listen, I love the sandwich thing, but I really prefer um, cinnamon, roll. cinnamon yeah, yeah, rolls. Yeah, yeah. So he can eat a cinnamon roll. Everybody else needs to eat some carbs and sandwich.
3: Yeah, they look. I mean, most of the lightweights look pretty good. They don't look as emaciated as some of them. Did you, the past, kn- you know. Did you
2: know that Jay um, to mess with them sent them all pizzas to their room last night, At 3:00 three o'clock in the morning? No. Yeah. Yep. Just because they got to weigh in still, but they want that pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Actually, there was a couple of them that weren't even close.
2: We weren't even close to weighing in properly no, to two hundred. They
10: were that far under.
2: Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, they were good. Oh, they, yeah. they were
10: like we can go. So eat. they,
1: they, they. Yeah, probably but see, those are those are real.
3: Those are true lightweights. True yes. lightweights. True frames that are supposed
2: to be under two hundred.
3: The ones that I know that are not here that are, I won't name, actually are the guys that cut down like forty pounds to become a lightweight. Which that's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I need right. to talk to them. Yeah. You need to ban them from your games. <laughs> I need you to
10: would, talk to them to know how to do you wouldn't want
3: to. I, I don't know you'd want to do yes. what they do. It's called spitting into a cup uh, every day, uh, wearing a hefty bag under your clothes all day long, and uh, you Being know, probably terrible. sitting in your car with the heat on for an hour. I like that your weight over bar weight is pink for the ladies.
2: Yes. Very nice. Well, well, it makes, makes oh, perfect sense. Why you wouldn't guys it be? No,
10: tomorrow also we have our juniors,
2: which is 12 to 15 year olds. Throwing. I'm excited oh, to see those. Oh, brilliant. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's good. That the, the next uh, group coming up then. Yeah, and we Tessa. have the,
10: the kids' games. We do here, we get a sponsor, and um, all the kids get to throw for free, the little ones.
2: We saw them, and they're and all they and their get, shirts. are very yes, proud. They very get those proud. shirts
10: for free, and their lunches for free. There was a lot
4: of them. Yes. It was a big group. That was really fun.
10: And it was kind of neat because all the lightweight. Championship competitors um, gave all their like token medals to all the kids.
2: Oh,
3: very cool!
10: That's really yeah, sweet. that was
2: awesome. very Who very
3: cool.
10: The uh, lightweight competitors.
3: That's because they're too heavy to wear around their necks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! How, how many
10: people
4: do you have registered for the junior competition, Polly? We actually have
10: like eight in each class of boys and girls.
4: That is great. That is super awesome.
3: That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of work too. That is good. It truly is. All right. Well, thank you for the hospitality, Polly. Hold You're on doing a hell second. of a good job as oh, an AD. Wait up! Wait. Oh, another angry orchard. That's an angry orchard. Courtesy lot of lot Polly. I've got 15 <laughs> cases to get through, and I'm by God working on it.
4: Polly, you've set the bar <laughs> for hospitality, very high, um, and games. And thank you so much. For yeah, you them.
3: you are. You guys are welcome. You're an amazing asset to the Highland Games for sure.
1: Thank you.
3: And uh, you know, we just met you last year in Bellingham, and uh, it this year. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> True. This is like my 17th Angry Orchard today, so. <laughs>
10: <laughs> you're slacking.
3: I know. I know. I got some catching up to do. <laughs> just saying. But, you, you know, you're, I'm looking at you. I've been watching your judges. I've been watching the setup. You know, all your judges are spot on. They're they're super nice to the athletes. They're awesome to the people watching. Except for Chuck. Yeah, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck McLean you should probably fire.
10: You like that bobble doll? I just that hate it. Him? Yeah,
3: yeah, it's cute. <laughs> You should have made it about six inches taller, though.
10: <laughs> well, I I didn't know how to explain that online. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's six foot seven. How do you yeah make that into a bubble doll?
3: Well, they could have used my penis as oh. a measuring device.
2: Oh, for love, God, it's gone downhill now. It
3: uh, no, it hasn't. I want to I want to give it. I want to tell Polly one thing though. Uh, Ron Campbell has been working with the novice class. And he is so amazing with those guys and girls. He is
10: the best with the novice
3: class. And I love that because novice class, to me, and, and, you know, Haas knows this and so does Candy, I have a special place for them because I think that, you know, if you promote the novice class, you promote the games. Yes. And by being nice to them and helpful to them, you make them want to come back, you know. Definitely. And so he's doing an amazing job with them, and there's some great novices out there, and they're all really cool. And I've enjoyed just hanging out watching them. So, um,
10: Ron is very patient, and he's very good at it.
3: Super patient. Super patient. Excellent. Are you taking a picture of us? Yeah. All right. It's time
2: to... Uh, <laughs> do you want to talk? It's time to get on to the next topic. You can. Topic.
3: Get your your friend.
10: This is um, one of my best friends from Preston, Idaho. Oh. She came down here to help me.
3: Awesome. And her name
10: is Holly.
3: Holly. So we
10: oh. have Holly and Polly. Oh. Holly, Holly and Polly. And the only one that's missing is Molly.
3: That's true. Yeah, it's Molly true.
10: wasn't able to make it, or otherwise we would have had Holly, Polly, and Molly that's here. That's
2: awesome.
3: That'd be hard to say after That's a I trifecta. <laughs> that's really a trifecta. Yeah. The nice thing is if you were dating any one of them, it wouldn't be that big of a stretch if you if you yelled out the wrong name. You only
2: you know. have to change one. You only have to redo one letter in the inking. Yeah.
9: Whenever we're walking around, all you have to hear is the Ollie.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right.
10: <laughs> we'll, call you, what? Hey, we'll, Ollie. Call, we'll call you the
9: Ollie. <laughs> You're the Ollie sisters now. <laughs>
2: it's the Ollie triplets. Yay. Well, all thank right, guys. you, guys. We they really appreciate it.
10: Start checking out. All
2: right. Everybody's all right. Get all your all ass right. back thanks, to work. Polly. Go get back to your ADing. Polly. Enough of the BS. Get your ass
3: back to work.
10: All right. Love you guys.
3: You Adi- too. Thanks, Polly. Bye. 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 All right. That was good stuff. Awesome stuff. That's a big jug of water. Holy shit. That it is. It is water. Well, 100 ounces, yeah. Gotcha. Big daddy. You know awesome individual. You, you know what it's time for? Well, know, people don't understand how awesome this person really is. You know, at first we were kind of skeptical when the guys are telling us about her. But she's she's lived up to everything that they said. And she is yep. an amazing person.
2: You know what time it is?
3: What time is it? Time it's me peanut a show. butter jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter
2: jelly time. Way yeah, way yeah, way yeah. That's peanut time, peanut butter baby. jelly time. Peanut butter jelly time. That's for my lightweights. They love peanut butter jelly sandwich. Time to talk about games. Games coming up. Yeah. Okay. Talk about them. Games coming up. Actually, this uh, we've just passed, but we want to give it some shouts. October first, we had the Aztec Highland Games and Celtic Festival in Aztec, New Mexico. Jessica Pilati. We had the McKenzie Highland Games, uh, Springfield, Oregon. That's Kalen, the Queen Mau's Games. Um, we had the Scotland County Highland Games in Laurenburg, North Carolina. Scott Medlin is the name on that one. And then there was the Southern Illinois Irish Fest, which was in Carbondale, Illinois. So shouts to them. Hope those games went really well. Um, this weekend, right? Busy
4: weekend this weekend.
2: Busy weekend this weekend. The third annual Mountain Home Highland Games and World Fair, Mountain Home, Idaho. Polly Sauls, we're here live for talk. What? What?
3: Yeah, baby.
2: Uh, the heavy Halloween is going on. Akron, Ohio. Josh Beatty is the person on that one. The Ithaca Celtic Festival in Ithaca, New York, um, and that's McGuire is the name on it. The whole family runs it. Um, Kerr County Celtic Festival. Ingram, Texas. Eric White is the guy on that one. Um, the McCullough Scottish Games in Baldwin, Maryland. Michael McCullough. I, oh, I didn't,
3: isn't that interesting?
2: I didn't get a call him on this. I was going to, and, I, and maybe we'll follow up on it if I can, um, because I would like to... You want to have the Lathrop Highland Games? Well, yeah. I'm like, dude, um, how did you get your own games? Did you just call it that? I mean, is it like a backyard thing or what? Well, it's,
4: uh, maybe it's the McCullough clan sponsors it, so they named it after could their be. clan.
2: Could be. Or maybe he's a narcissistic son of a bitch. Could be. And then this one's interesting. It's just called the Scotland Highland Games. You'd think, oh, that's not very descriptive, but it's because it's in Scotland. Scotland Connecticut. Scotland, Connecticut. Gen- Ken Gustafson. Which isn't even Scottish.
4: That's Norwegian. Or Chris Gustafson.
2: There you go. See, I said it right. First time. October 15th. third oh, annual, Third annual Ozark Mountain Highland Games in Springfield, Missouri. Bob Dale.
3: They have a good history there. They've yeah. actually
2: run some really good games. I, I've heard of Bob Dale before. Um,
4: I've heard of Chippendale.
2: <laughs>
3: You've watched Chippendale.
2: October 22nd and 23rd, right? That's the last weekend of the month. The Keltober throwdown in Texas Women's Team Championship in Denton, Texas. Mark Cannon. Yee-hoo. That looks good, actually. It does. The Central Virginia Celtic Festival and Highland Games in Richmond, Virginia. That's our old friend Alex Duncan. Duncan. Not Murray. Not Murray, not anything. Tyler Scottish Festival and Highland Games in Tyler, Texas. Derek Percy is on Tyler that one.
3: Tyler, Texas.
2: And then, finally, the
3: Southern... Wait a minute. E- Tyler, Texas. You know who that home of Don't Where? Earl Campbell, the Tyler Rose. Ooh, Earl Campbell. Number 34. Number 34. Uh, his jersey number one in your heart. He's a great thrower. and then He's a fullback. I know that. <laughs> I'm was,
4: like, Haas, if you lost your mind, he was a, I know who Earl Campbell he was is. A,
2: yeah. He was a thrower of linebackers out of his
11: way. Well, that's right,
2: he was a throwdown thrower. And then finally, the Southern Elite it's jelly time. um Fitness Halloween Highland Games. What the fuck is that? Let me say that again, because that's crazy. Southern Elite Fitness fitness Halloween Highland Games. games. I get it. I get it. In Doberville,
4: Mississippi. Sounds like it's sponsored by a CrossFit gym.
2: Jason Tisdale is the gentleman on that one to contact.
3: Tisdale runs some decent games. He ran um, games in Mississippi when I was down there that I won, that I'm still actually the field record for in the Sheaf. Whoop-de-doo! Don't be jealous. Don't be jelly. Don't be peanut butter and jelly time. All right.
2: Hey, it's time to go out to another break, Big Daddy. Because yeah, I
3: need a break because I need to go talk to meet some people because I need to be propagating. Well,
2: well I'll tell you what. The uh, the Lightweights are finishing up on the Hammer, and then they're going to be in our area here for um, Sheaf and Wob and Kaber, and we will get some interviews. We will um, – Francis Brebner will be coming over. God willing, uh, Denny does not show up, but we cannot – Count it out.
3: Yeah, God willing, and the creek don't rise. We can't
2: count it out. That Denny, if he (laughs) knows that Big Daddy and Bremner are in the same location, it could. He might try to kill us. It could get ugly. We need to move move off one of these big trees. So we bounce out to the break to peanut butter jelly time.
3: Puddin' pop. -pop. Puddin' pop. Everybody wants a pudding pop. Pudding pop. Pudding pop. Everybody wants a pudding pop.
8: I'll
1: No,
3: thank you. Sleeping.
1: I'll
8: Could you come back in an hour?
1: Housekeeping, You want towels?
8: I want towels. Need sleepy. My Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. I'll keep it. You want me to jerk you off?
11: What kind of hotel is this? Oh, it's you.
4: Good morning, sunshine.
1: a fighter
12: come in On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange
3: lady, lady. She made me, made me, nervous. Nervous. She I me nervous. nervous I grabbed her head and she gave me lip service <laughs> <laughs> from the land down under Yes no, I do <laughs> We're not in the land down under We're actually in Idaho But you know what I like when they go to the land down under You know what I mean
4: Are there any Australian throwers?
2: Oh
3: yeah there's Not that, here today There's a Masters thrower that we met from Australia He's really good Actually one of the best throwers to ever throw Matt Sanford was originally from Australia That's you, right
4: Do you think he eats sandwiches?
3: Only Vegemite ones I'm <laughs> muscles five foot ten and full of muscles. Oh, I know someone else like that. <laughs> My language. Nope,
2: but here's what he's gonna have.
3: He just smiled and gave me a sandwich. Yeah, yes. I come back to you from Parla. Vegemite sucks, by the way. Ever ever had it? Uh,
4: yes, it's horrid. It's it like is. Marmite. It uh, tastes like vomit.
3: I come to Fork Talk episode 35. (laughs) Sorry, everyone who likes it. The second time. To
2: watch the Lightweights Eat a Sandwich. Hey, we're back. Vomit the second time Um, tastes the worst. We are sitting right in front of the weight over bar implement.
3: Well, not right in front, or we'd get killed.
2: True. But it's just a stone's throw away. And the Lightweights World Championships has moved to this area. They are finally done with all of the morning events, which was. Stones and Wait for Distance and Hammer. They are now into their last two main events for the competition itself, Wait for Bar and Caber. And uh, they are at a, an opening height of... Actually, they've gone up once. and they're about at 12, 12 or 13 They're feet. at
3: 13 right now.
2: 13. And um, we are going to finish off our last topic here uh, before we start doing some interviews. Um, and we'll then disperse those in as we go. Up, uh, up now, maybe one of our first uh, interviewees is... Uh, old Hank um,
3: from Harry, Scotland. Yeah? Harry Hancock. Harry. Harry Hancock, all I, the way from Scotland. I
2: thought they call him Hank too. Well, you call
3: him anything you want to, just don't call him late for Vegemite sandwich. Yep, from Scotland.
1: Mm.
3: And he's
2: definitely he did a personal best on this, but um, he's probably not
3: going to have the height to, to to advance. But that's okay because you know what. A personal best is a personal best, and that's the best you can do. You know what? That's good. Exactly right. Personal
4: bests are awesome.
3: Exactly right. For every 10 people out here watching these guys saying, I could do that, these guys are doing it. Everyone else, not so much. That's right.
2: Hey, so history of the sandwich. Let's talk about this, all right? The modern concept of a sandwich using slices of bread as found within the Western world can be arguably traced to the 18th century Europe. However, the use of some kind of bread and bread-like substance to lie under and or under and over some other food long predates the 18th century and is found in numerous, much older cultures worldwide. To Wait. include the footlong. Which
4: which makes sense since we're at a world fair. Yes,
2: right. we are. We're, we're. The, um, <laughs> the, ancient, we <laughs> the ancient Jewish sage, Hillel the Elder, is said to have wrapped meat from the past The Paschal lamb and bitter herbs between two pieces of old-fashioned soft matzah flat unleavened bread during Passover in the manner of a modern wrap made with flatbread. Flatbreads of only slightly varying kinds have long been used to scoop or wrap small amounts of food en route from platter to mouth throughout Western Asia and Northern Africa. From Morocco to Ethiopia to India, bread is baked in flat rounds contrasting with the European loaf tradition. Do you know why? Why is that?
4: Well, because utensils weren't a very big thing,
2: right. you know? Yeah.
4: So even spoons and stuff are mostly like a European or more modern invention. So the, the bread, the flatbread, was the utensil.
2: Yeah. There you go. During the Middle Ages in Europe, thick slabs, of course, and usually stale bread were called trenchers. And they were used as plates. After a meal, the food-soaked trencher was fed to a dog or to beggars at the tables of the wealthy and eaten by diners in most modest circumstances. Initially perceived as food that men shared while gaming and drinking at night, the sandwich slowly began appearing in polite society as a late-night meal among the aristocracy. Right. The sandwich's popu- uh, popularity in Spain and England increased dramatically during the 19th century when the rise of the industrial society and the working classes made
3: fast, portable, and inexpensive meals essential. I well, happen to know a little bit about this. Go ahead, Candy.
4: Well, I was going to reference uh, Montague, the Earl of Sandwich.
3: Well, well thanks for stealing my thunder. That's well, you're stealing
2: the, the thing. Um, it's in the, the text, you goofballs. Wow! Sorry. It it was the same time that the European-style sandwich finally became to appear outside of Europe. In the United States, the sandwich was first promoted as an elaborate meal at supper by the early 20th century. As bread became a staple of the American diet, the sandwich became the same kind of popular quick meal as was already widespread in the Mediterranean. So the etymology... The first written usage of the English word appeared in Edward Gibson's journal in Longhand, referring to bits of cold meat as a sandwich. It was named after John Montague, 4th Earl of Sandwich, an 18th century English arist- uh, aristocrat. It is said that he ordered his valet to bring him meat tucked between two pieces of bread, and others began to order, quote, the same as sandwich." It is commonly said that Lord Sandwich was fond of his form of food because it allowed him to continue playing cards, particularly cribbage, while eating without using a fork and without getting his cards greasy from
3: eating meat with his bare hands. Wow. Huh? He couldn't have used a napkin, I guess, huh? There you go. I, uh, I that was the Earl of Napkin.
4: I have a friend who had a sandwich shop called Montague's. Nice. And it was all sandwiches.
3: Did you know that Luther Vandross, at one time, at his fattest, put a piece of meat, a a hamburger with cheese, between two glazed donuts because he ran out of bread? Yikes. That's fat some bitch. Um, one of my good. favorite That sounds like a Monte Cristo.
2: One of my favorite Saturday night, Lights, Saturday night live skits is uh, with Bill Murray, and they're in they're all dressed up like they're in um, Victorian England, and they come in and uh, he plays the Earl of Sandwich as they come in. And he's eating one. And he's like, I'm thinking of a name for this. And then that's when they announce the next. You know, they announce them in the, as they come in the room. And the, and the announcer says, Lady and Lord Douchebag. Wow. Really? Yeah. And uh, he says... i have looked that up on YouTube. And he says... And they, they greet him warmly. And he's like... How's Parliament? You know, it wouldn't be Parliament without
3: a douchebag. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so, so... You know, that's co- how soup was invented in similar fashion. Really? Yeah. Okay. The uh, first Earl of Clam Chowder uh, wanted be- his clams dipped in cream sauce, and he had a spoon but no bread. There you go. So he decided, hey, I'm just going to have a bowl of this stuff. Yep. Mike Beach just easily went over at that height. Did you see that, Big Daddy? No. I was too busy talking about clam chowder.
2: Um, So the question is, what is
3: your favorite sandwich? Go ahead, Candy. Sprinkles.
4: Uh, I'd have to say I'd love a good BLT.
2: A bacon, lettuce, and tomato. A good BLT, absolutely.
4: With good tomato and good bacon and just enough mayo so that it's...
2: Creamy? Moistened,
4: but not... Soggy, right? Yeah.
2: Or as or as Billy Crystal said in uh, Princess sourdough, Bride, sourdough uh, bread. A nice mutton, lettuce, and tomato. Where the mutton is nice and lean, and the tomatoes, oh, they're so perky. I love them.
4: But, wow, but sourdough bread. Sourdough. sourdough bread.
2: Okay. Sourdough.
3: Well, you can use toast. Big Daddy. What about you? Toast. What's your favorite sandwich? Well, you know what, I'm not a huge sandwich fan. Mm-hmm. However, okay, if I were to choose one, yeah. I would have a hot pastrami. And Swiss, Ooh. with just a dab of mayo Ooh. on a nice, uh, let's say, a toasted yes, uh, white bread. Very nice mustard. Yes. Dijon L- Little Dijon, Dijon. a nice. Little Dijon Yes, that would be Luke, for me, if I, if, I, if I Up and over If I had a palate that I wanted a sandwich That's probably what I would Ooh, do Ooh, I have another That's nice
4: I have another sandwich that was one of my favorite, all-time favorites
3: And what is that candy sprinkles?
4: It's the cheese sandwich on an onion roll with mustard from Bonzer's Sandwich yes. bar and Very pub good. in Grand Forks, North Dakota
3: Very nice Another plug for Grand Forks, North Dakota you know, know. We should call the Chamber of Commerce Really um does he actually have a phone
2: the uh my favorite would be the Reuben
3: that figures I love a good Reuben I'll bet you do especially if
2: he's Mm -hmm. from South America yummy 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 sauerkraut Thousand Island pumpernickel bread yummy 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 and you want it toasted uh I don't mind it toasted yep but grilled toasted is good um I, it's a good uh, it's a good telling sandwich, meaning if I go to a place for the first time and they have a Reuben on, on the menu and I'm having lunch, I'll probably have the Reuben because if they make a decent Reuben, most everything else is going to be okay. I've heard that before.
3: Yeah. Probably from you. All right. <laughs> hey.
2: Here he comes. Here he is. Here he comes, the man. This is just perfect timing.
3: Have a seat. How
1: are we doing, guys?
3: Put those cans on. This is my good new best friend Harry Hancock, all the way from Scotland. Harry, how you doing, brother? Excellent, mate. Having a brilliant day. He is having a brilliant. Let me tell you something about Harry here. So he's he's opening up uh, way over bar, and he missed, and he missed again at his opening height. They got behind him. The whole lightweight crew got behind him. Did a slow clap. Bada bang! He puts it right over. That's right. But that's not where this ends. No, no. He made the next height. He really, really. Sorry. Boy, talk going. about sucking the wind right out of your sails. I'm sorry, Harry. It out I'm telling it. It. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
4: destroying the story, Haas.
3: Sorry. Continue. Well, he, he can't can help. it. Edit himself. that out. Continue. Continue. El interrupto. Sorry. sorry. Sorry, big daddy. Continue. So, Harry goes over there and he creams the next height, no problem, right over the bar, just flipped or didn't even touch the bar. It was amazing. And the most amazing thing about the whole thing, number one, it was a PR form, which, by the way, congratulations. By Congrats. 18 inches. Yes.
2: By 18 inches, wow. By 18, wow. 18
3: inches. By, you know, by women's standards, it's Jay, huge. Jay wouldn't know 18 inches if he saw it. <laughs> That's for sure, because I keep looking at your penis in the shower. <laughs> what I would say, though, is this. The entire lightweight... Uh, regime so to speak. All of the lightweight competitors congratulated him and it was just brilliant. Was wasn't that it nice
13: Amazing. Yes. Amazing.
3: It was yeah. worth the whole trip just yep. for that PR. Yep. And, and your wife is there too? The girlfriend's there, yeah. Your girlfriend what's her name again? Diane. Why aren't you married? Well we've only been going for about six months. So what? Oh, I there you go I dated Devil Ange for three months. And then she got down on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know leap year job was it? Yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you been to the US to throw before?
13: Yeah, I was over in uh, Tucson in 2014 at the, the Worlds then,
1: Okay.
3: And, uh, yeah, we've done better today. Oh yeah, <laughs> good job. And, the, and then another thing is he he had the next height and it was beyond his PR. Obviously, he just made it, and he went all three attempts and the same thing. The, the the lightweight crew just you know embraced him and it was really nice to see that. Yep, yeah, yep. excellent yep. day. So yep.
2: how's the day been? You've you yep. finished six
13: events. Is your seventh of the day? Yeah, the uh, light stone. Was good as well. I was about an inch and three quarters short of my PR in that with a stone that was two pounds heavy, so mm-hmm. can't nice. grumble
3: at that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So I'm
13: having an excellent day.
3: Yeah. yeah, well, and the thing is, too, is how long, how, how many days have you been here, Harry? in uh, the year? Since we arrived Wednesday. Wednesday, that's yeah. right. And uh, so we, we, when we flew in, we flew in on Friday, and we ended up, uh, we were at a little uh, place called Winger's, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> I was paying the tab, and somebody grabbed me by my hips, which I wasn't, I didn't have a problem with it, you know. Because he's used to that. He's just used to them <laughs> yelling surprise first. But yeah, Harry's a good guy. We met him and his girlfriend, and she's awesome. And... I hope we need to get her on too. I was uh, Harry. maintaining my diet in wingers, by the way. Oh, yes, he the was.
13: 16 inch <laughs> oh,
3: ribeye steak. Yes. If he'd had to 17, he wouldn't have made weight. Oh, no. Easy.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. Now, uh, we are asking everybody, Harry, because the theme of this particular episode of the podcast uh-huh. is uh, eat a sandwich. Oh, I. Because most lightweights, not yourself, but many, can't eat any sandwiches before. So the question is what's your favorite kind of sandwich? Just get me a big,
13: uh, something around about 16, 20 ounce piece of steak. <laughs> cut it in half lengthways and stick it in about a foot long piece of bread. Oh, oh my god, Giant steak Chucks sandwich. Some fried onions on there. Oh. Yeah, do you, I, yeah. Do you I know what horse,
4: Horseradish sauce
12: on no. there. No.
13: Keep going. No, no, no. Keep going. Steak and cheese, onions. steak, cheese, fried onions. Yeah. And brine sauce. Oh, yeah some,
12: H- some HP sauce. H- power
2: yeah, some HP sauce. Horse sauce. Yes, some HP sauce. I might have to order one. Oh, my God. That's good. Yeah. And then
13: when you've done that, you get another one the same just after oh. <laughs> to wash it down. Beautiful, ooh.
1: beautiful. Harry it's will be in beautiful. the heavyweight <laughs> class
13: next year, I think. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I'm going to go to the Masters tomorrow. So.
4: Oh, yeah, you're throwing Masters tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. As well, that'll be fun. Oh, that's yeah.
3: awesome. We'll get to throw together. That'll be a lot of fun. No, I'm not your age, Jake. No, mine. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> good one. He gets to throw with Hoth. We won't allow them in a Legends class quite yet. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That'll be fantastic. Yeah, that'll be super fantastic.
13: Super. See you and get a few more PRs tomorrow. So. Fantastic. Yes.
4: Harry, are you and Diane? Um, have you had a chance to sightsee it all over here?
13: Yeah, we uh, well a little bit. We're planning a bit more yet. But uh, <laughs> on the way up through, we had a look around Twin Falls and uh, is it Shoshone Falls? I don't know how you pronounce Shoshone. it. Shoshone. Shoshone Falls. Yeah. Yeah. In around there, nice. Yesterday we went over to the uh, sand dunes about half an hour away. Okay. Yesterday morning. Very cool. That sounds like a nice that. trip. Yeah. We're sneaking into wingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we're going to here 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 tomorrow, and then Monday we're going to head over towards Yellowstone and have a look around there and into Teton oh, yeah, and then back down to Salt Lake for Saturday.
3: You're doing a nice trip. Brilliant, yeah. yeah.
4: That looks a lovely trip. Good work. Yeah,
13: and then yeah. uh, meeting up with uh, another guy called... Uh,
3: Ryan Stewart. Oh. oh, Ryan Stewart. Do we, do we know that? Ryan
4: Stewart? Yeah,
3: <laughs> kinda. In yeah. fact, I'm wearing one of his shirts. By the way, the black flag fitness shirt that he gave me at the uh, Goldthorpe wedding. But yeah, yes, we, we just saw him at a wedding. Hmm. So fantastic. That's good stuff. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing with Ryan? Just uh, hang out,
13: or yeah, gonna meet up Saturday night. Have a bit of a few jars and something to eat.
2: Nice. Mike Beach almost caught the 42-pound uh, weight on its way down in
3: disgust because it didn't go over. Well, he is dumb enough to do that. Yeah. Did I say mm-hmm. that aloud? Yeah, I did. I sure. love, no, I love Mike.
13: There is a young guy over there called uh, Reese, and uh, he weighed in this morning at just under 190. And uh, in Germany, in the uh, European Championship, he would have actually have pulled... A world record for under 190 in the weight for height so he's one to maybe look out for when we start getting up near 17 yeah, feet yeah that's amazing hmm. fantastic it's like 17 foot four or well i'm watching these world. guys they're going three feet on wow. the bar ah, okay. you know yeah yeah, yeah it's about my league i need a step ladder,
3: ladder. <laughs> <laughs> we, both do, brothers. <laughs> we both we do it brother we both scissor lift <laughs>
1: a little bit more
13: stable <laughs> that's right that's you know, amazing i'm looking forward to having a go at this little event over here in a minute a sheet. A sheet? have you thrown sheep before no not no. really. Well, there's about two games in Scotland that have a sheaf, so right. to speak. Well, One of them is a a ball, of, a bunch of sticks tied up in a bit of string. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which oh. normally ends when some monster turns up like Bruce Robb or one of the venters turn up and hook it up on the top of the bar. <laughs> so that's the end of that. <laughs> and then oh, it just well. stays there. Yeah. And then there's another one in my local games in Newtonmore. They have like, a sheaf there and the judges... Uh, the parents of the guy who owns, has the record at 31 feet, and they make sure the sheaf is actually about 25 pounds instead of 20. To make <laughs> so, sure no
4: one is going to beat 31 you know, feet. Dave
13: Barham was over a few years ago, and he's normally capable of heard, about 34 feet, uh-huh. and he couldn't get over 28.
4: So, I have a question for you.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, interesting. Game in it. That's <laughs> funny.
4: As a Scottish <laughs> athlete, have you ever done, have you ever attempted the stones of strength things? Um, like the Denny Stones, or what's the, what's the other? There's a couple. The Denny are the
3: most uh, famous that people would know of. Yeah,
4: there's the one. There's the one the that Inver you pick stone. up and walk across the road to the bar.
3: No, that the yeah the Inverstone.
13: Yeah, the Inverstone's about two hundred and sixty-five yeah, pounds. Yeah, I've yeah. never tried it, but uh, it's a it's a hefty stone. It was Francis was over a few years back uh, doing stones of strength thing, and on the the second day, of it, I missed the first day, um, but the second day. On the first day, there was a guy called Peter Puzier who managed to carry the dinning stones about 18 feet, that's 4 inches or something. That's
4: a long way. This. Did and you then, use
13: wrist straps? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There were straps. It's controversial because <laughs> of the straps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then the next day, we were down at Kenmore, and there's a stone there that's about 101 pounds, and we were throwing that for
3: distance. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> funny. And behind the trig. In, in Portland, we do we that. Do the, we do a 96-pounder, yeah. and yeah. that thing sucks. Yeah.
13: Yeah, we hate it. So then skinny old me turns up. And this guy who's Peter Puse, who's just carried the Denny Stones the day before world record blah 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 gets his ass whipped by a little skinny dude. Like me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
13: yes, that's what it's all about, buddy. Have fourth place out of about eight. Good job. Well done. Yeah. yeah, it was good fun. Nice good work, good fun. But uh, I like a stone now and again. Does Inverness have got a stone as well? You, you've seen that? Yeah, you know, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. I didn't try it though. Didn't try it. No. Uh, but
13: I saw the boys doing it. I've had it on my shoulder and, but. You gotta get it over a five foot bar, and a five foot eight, right? It's a bit tricky.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you almost you have to shoulder it if you're if you're uh, you know, under six foot tall. You got to shoulder it on tiptoes, feel, you get it, and over then a bit of
13: bounce off your shoulder, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it
3: hit the bar, knocked knocked off.
2: Yeah, they should really provide a went ramp. Over it. They should really uh, provide a ramp for some of you guys. Went over it,
3: but knocked it off. Right. Well, they should give you a riser. They should give you a platform to stand on. A riser? Right.
2: (laughs) Hey, now. That's an American term for
3: uh, a boner. I've heard of of your
2: American terms for carrying weights as well. (laughs) Here goes Beach with another one, and he's out in front. Yeah,
3: he He O'Nealed it. it. That's what they
2: call it here. You
13: guys use a little term, which is quite amusing to us, uh, Scots for carrying weights back to throw them again. Shagging. To shag them. Shagging right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just not right.
2: <laughs>
4: no, shagging is a very different term.
2: It's a totally different term in Scotland. Yeah. Although some of the uh, A guys have got t-shirts that say, we'll shag for scotch. Yeah. That's... Relatively accurate. We're Some guys sh- no, it normally involves after scotch. True. True. <laughs> true. It just means that they're kind of whorish that they would shag anything for scotch. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll oh, mind you, when you've drunk a
13: bottle of whiskey, most people would shag anything.
3: True. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. They, they get shag goggles on, and whatever they see, they'll shag it. True. True. Yeah, we got
2: plenty of those interesting, same language, different meaning things. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's like cigarettes and fags. Bags. <laughs> yep, yep.
4: Or bum bags and fanny packs. Yeah. If yeah. you
3: if you say I'm gonna go smoke a fag here, they they're gonna arrest you because they think that you're gonna uh, yeah, kill they, a, they a they gay guy. George Michael. Or something, <laughs> right. <laughs> erasers and
2: rubbers.
4: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Our, when we lived in England, Cole got caught out with them um, because he w- was calling them erasers, and they said no rubbers, and he thought that was a bad. thing Dirty term, well, I mommy. Mean. Oh,
13: a rubber is a. Uh... Yeah. thing for erasing pencils. Right, the paper. but a rubber right. in the
4: States
2: is what... You well, yeah, we know. You use for protection. It's a little rubber thing you put on the end of your cock <laughs>
3: to keep people from getting pregnant.
2: That's right. <laughs> oh, here comes the German. Which German is this? It is, uh, it's the non... Uh, it's sweet. the younger one. He's the...
4: That's Enrico.
3: He's a civil engineer in school.
4: Studying to be... Yeah, yeah he's very Studying
3: sweet. to be 23 a civil engineer. 23,
2: apparently.
3: Baby. Nice kid. Real nice kid. We made to talk to him yesterday when we were out smoking, Stogie. Fantastic. All right. Well, uh, as those
2: guys get finished or are out, Harry, you gotta, you got to tell them to come over and we'll interview them as well. I'll send them over. All right.
13: It was a pleasure meeting you guys. Hey, Thank thanks you. for
2: being on the podcast. we we'll catch you later.
3: Yes, we'll have a drink later. Good to have Definitely. you. Hey, yeah. put, put a ring on it. That hey. chick. That chick's pretty cool. <laughs> I won't
13: be finishing last
3: in the drinking later, by the way. I know, I know that for a fact. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs>
2: Fantastic. Good work. Take
3: care, brother. Thanks, Rob. All right, another um, beautiful thing about the Highland Games, you know, you meet the, goop, the, the, the coolest people ever. You know, I mean, we met like we, we met Harry yesterday, and super cool. He's just having an awesome time here at the World Championships, and he's, you know. He's accepted the fact that these guys are, are really, really good, and you know, and he's competing with them, and he's having fun, and that's what it's all about. That's
2: what it's all about. Um, all right, Big Daddy, listen, we're going to go out for another quick break here, and then we're going to pop back in with a series Ooh. of different interviews. Garrett just went over. Middleton, um, over and, the bar. And we will, uh, because we've got Wade over Bar to finish here, we've got uh, Caber, and then they're going to do some Sheaf, um, sheaf. exhibition.
3: Sheaf. So you people, who, oh, you only know, forgot to tell them is that Brebner hates the chief. That's true. Yeah, we forgot to tell them that. That's
2: true. And yeah. hopefully we'll get Brebner over here uh, in between events, maybe. Yeah, and that cute little sword vest of his. Yes. Oh, man, he was good <laughs> in that thing. All right. Um, we will, uh, let me pop, what, what should I play out? I know what we'll do, Big Daddy. Yeah. We'll play a little bit more of that beautiful minute work.
3: That's a good tune.
2: We out to the next segment. Howdy, howdy, howdy.
11: Traveling in a fight at Combi.
12: On a hippie trail head full of zombies. I met a strange lady. She made me nervous.
11: She took me in and gave me breakfast. And she said.
9: here i finally graduated yeah and just a shade under a decade too all right you know a lot of
8: people go to college for 7 years i know they're called doctors
3: I'm sorry, but I love this song <laughs> It's crazy I'm gonna download it It's going on my iTunes
2: was it Ugly Joe? Uh, yeah, Ugly Kid Joe. Um, we back. Welcome back, Fork Talk. We are into our final segment of this um, live from the Mountain Home Highland Games and World Fair and the Lightweight Championships. Um, this next segment is going to be full of just us doing random interviews. We're going to hopefully get a few more of the athletes. We're going to hopefully get Francis Bredner. And, uh, and then we're going to sign off. Yeah, Big Daddy?
3: Absolutely. And, and, and we're uh, going to get Brebner.
2: Okay. Yeah, he, he said he'd do it, so we're good. He doesn't have a choice. Ooh, that, uh, the, the young German just went over. He's good. That's racist. So let's, um, let's just uh, pop out to those various interviews, and then we will come back and close, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Closing. Cool.
8: back to make the caber fly. Okay, (laughs) we are
2: uh, field side and another interview sitting in the chair to my right. The one, the only Nigel, answer me this. Who rocks,
3: who rocks. Riddle me this, answer me this. Welcome. Talk to us, brother. Thank you. How is your day going? Uh, Great. I uh,
14: didn't do good in the weight over bar, but everything else has been a good day.
2: That's good. Your your stones were okay. Your weights were okay. Yep. Yep. Where do you think you are per, cur, currently placed after the six events? Seven. Uh, I was third
3: going into weight over bar, but oh so you, took so, so, points, so. so a
2: few spacers might come in here now.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, well you we, got caber left, You still yeah?
2: got caber. Yep. You can do caber. Yep, yep. Are you having a good weekend? Oh, yeah. It was fun. Good. We met your parents. They're
3: awesome. Yeah, we love yeah. your dad. He's awesome. Good dude. We yeah. might
2: even like his dad better than him.
3: I'm not sure. I think I, well,
1: his dad's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I think I do like his dad better than him. But he just sees a, a cigar guy. So of course I like him. So the question for all lightweights that sit at our
2: table is what is your favorite sandwich? For you, we'll make an exception because you you love cinnamon rolls. rolls. Oh,
14: I do love cinnamon rolls.
2: So if you're not going to have a... Do you have a particular type of cinnamon roll or a place where they have the best cinnamon rolls that you like? Mm. Cinnabon does not count. My aunt used to make the best. Really? Oh, Whoa, okay. That's good. Family good shout. Oh, good yeah. shout. Yep, yep. Yep. Were they so. big or small? Nice and big. Big? Yep. Yeah. Caramel on top. Oh, That's yeah. the best. Do you, caramel roll, technically. Do you like the, uh, do you like, uh, do you add butter on top or do you just as is? Caramel.
3: caramel. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, caramel,
4: just yeah. The yeah, caramel. caramel rolls nice. the
2: You don't
3: need I butter, butter so. when you got
2: caramel and, on it.
3: And warm, of course, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Pecans? Pecans? Oh yeah! No. No. Oh, you don't We're like pecans. Consistency. See, I that's don't, that's what I, I like about Nigel because pecans are actually the bastard child of a fucking good cinnamon roll. Okay, <laughs>
5: it's actually pecans. Okay. Your How mom's about, a pecan. What about,
3: what about raisins? I don't like raisins. no. In a no. no. But, they,
4: but they put them in there.
3: That's like well, eating that's flies. That's
4: wrong. Those people are wrong. Okay,
2: so you're a purist. It's just got to be bread, sugar, cinnamon, caramel, caramel, caramel. Mm, nice,
1: love nice, love drippy it.
3: caramel. All right. Very good. Well, we sure as hell appreciate having you here because number one, you're one of our Washington homeboys, right? Yeah. Right. What? What? And you're our favorite Washington homeboy lightweight slash a thrower. True. So that's always a nice good thing. True. And Nigel also does a lot of work with uh, new throwers too. You know, he, he runs oh, yeah, a little yeah, bit of practice group. in that, and he runs a group in that. So he not he's been given back to the sport by actually prop, you know propagating. You know, the advancement of other uh, young throwers. That's good. For, I,
14: yeah. The games are fun, but at the end of the day, like, the family's the best part. And, you know, if we can
2: get more people in there, then. Yeah.
4: Nigel, how long have you been throwing?
2: This is my third season.
4: Third? Oh, really? Yep.
2: Yeah. Wow. But you had track background, didn't you? Yep. He yeah. yeah. got putting discus. Little bastard. Little yeah. track bastards.
4: No. They're we, so good. We love the track and field guys because they're going to, they're mm. good, the ones who are going to maintain the sport.
2: Yeah. I know that, but they're just, they just—they suck because
3: they're so damn good at and it. And they won't so. talk to anybody usually. But Nigel's different. <laughs> yeah, Nigel's different, absolutely. So in high school, Garrett Middleton, the other lightweight out here. Yeah. Yes. He coached
14: my rival high school's track team, so I had to throw this all his. Oh,
3: nice! Yeah, but, yeah.
2: Uh, Stephen. Stefan. Stefan, sorry, just went over at 18. I think that
3: is maybe. He's from Italy, correct? Romania. Romania. Romania.
14: That just
2: sealed his win for world championships. Very good. I don't you, think you anyone here can catch for his him. People. And you know what? Cuz he was in was he in, he was in first, right, coming yes. into this and now he's no one's going to space him. So yeah. Yep. He All did
3: right. he did a goFundMe
2: to get over here. What what happened with Scott Farr? What what happened to his toe? Did he hurt it here or what happened?
14: Yeah, open stone, he over rotated and went right into the trig with his toes. Ah. Um, so they said he subjugated his toes. So it's a dislocation, not a fracture, but.
3: Um, Ouch. Yep, it hurts. Yeah, it's enough where you can't put pressure on it. He so. could barely walk, and he was still throwing. He's, he's been throwing every fucking event, which is amazing. That's awesome. It's impressive. Yeah. Listen, well, he's one turning most of those weights. Listen the to weight. the
2: crowds. Listen to the crowd. They're clapping. Oh, my God, he went over! Oh my god. We have got a uh a wob off here that is awesome. That was the young twenty-three year old German Enrico. Enrico
6: in his
14: first year.
2: First year of throwing, and he just matched the so we're going up. Another six or Oh, maybe hugs a all foot.
4: around, so cute.
2: Fantastic.
4: So um Nigel, is this your first lightweight world championships it is yes oh congratulations thank you're you. doing very well
14: thank you.
2: thank you all right you got some you need to find someone else to come talk to us all right any of the jokers that are out have them come over and bruno, say hello, bring, yeah?
3: send bruno over here oh yeah i want to get that german accent over because i'm gonna say get to the java <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> perfect i will find bruno all right thanks thanks, thanks again Nigel. Yes. you the man The classiest guy in Washington Highland Games, Nigel Allen, saw me. me. Riddle me this. True.
8: (laughs) See him sail straight through the sky. Flip him over and land just right. Judge's hands go up.
14: Speaking so good English. Sorry, I'm from Germany. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's what we want.
4: You speak very good English.
14: I don't think so.
2: You speak better English than I speak German.
14: All right. Yeah? So you speak German, I English. No. Sprechen Sie
2: Deutsch. Yeah. Deutsch.
3: <laughs> yeah, gut, gut, That's good, all I got. Guten Tag.
14: <laughs> I have such an amazing day. You can't, you can't imagine.
2: We are here with Bruno. Bruno, Bruno Br- what's your last name? Ongemach. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a great really, name. Really,
14: really hard to to say for you. No. It's okay, like this? Yes, perfect. 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 Okay, nice. Look what I can do.
3: Welcome to Fork Talk. (laughs) (laughs) He's beatboxing. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) God. Where were you like fucking oh my 10 minutes God. ago? Okay, That's sorry. brilliant. <laughs> sorry, I'm not far this year. That's
2: very good beatboxing, by the way. <laughs> Let's talk about the World Championship, uh,
3: baby. Yes. I, I need you to say two things for me. All right. Okay, number one, I want you to say get to the choppa. Get to the choppa. <sighs> perfect. Oh, perfect. And what's the other one we always say? Um, oh, I want you to say super fantastic. Super fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. I love, love you guys.
2: <laughs> so how uh, how's your day been? Yeah, it
14: was. Um, I started very good, then it was bad, then was very, very, very good, then awesome bad, and now very good again. <laughs> oh, right, it's, so a it's roller up coaster, down, up and down. Fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm really. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. was wait for distance, wait for distance. Yeah. yeah. I never put it over 60 feet, and today two times, so it was. Oh, that's brilliant. So Wonderful. he had, yeah. he had
5: a,
4: like, a personal best. Yes, yes. Oh, good.
14: Yes. Congrats. And, well done. And newly in weight for high,
1: too. Oh. All
2: right. Here's your countryman. He's, he, oh, Enrico. No, no one has cleared this yet. It, they are 18 feet 6 inches. We're here with Bruno. Yeah. They've uh, both traveled from Germany. This is a beast. Rico is a beast. He is a – this is only his first year throwing? Did, is that what we heard from Nigel?
14: Yeah. Yeah, it's the first year, yeah.
3: Oh, my gosh.
12: Oh my oh. god. It was so, cl- it in was front. so close. It
1: close.
3: it, it peeked out in front. And he's not it, using a lot of technique. I mean he's just bruting that thing up. That yeah, is yeah,
2: amazing. Yeah. He's got it. He had the height. He can get her to roll. All right. Yeah, that's
3: amazing. It's very fun.
4: So he's the last one in this he's this is for his he won the event and now he's for his record?
3: No, no, um, there's no, still Steffan, guys in. There are two
14: boys inside. And oh, Stefan's still I, in. I would, no. I would like to remember uh, that these boys are from Europe. Yes. yes. The Europeans are. Europe's kicking ass. Kicking ass, so, Kickin ass so right now. Europe, European
3: can, hi, uh, can throw very high.
2: Very nice. Yes. Hey, we ask, Bruno, we ask everybody. That's because
3: the air is thinner here in the United States.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: we ask everybody <laughs> what is
2: your favorite sandwich?
14: Oh, I'm a vegetarian. That's why my favorite sandwich is avocado, and I think something like a, like a salad and tomatoes and all the good things. You oh,
4: that sounds really nice. And
14: that's why he's a lightweight, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I always say this to, to some people who, not, who are not so strong as you. You I see this guy, but he's very strong. So if they say, "Oh, you're a vegetarian, you're a pussy," all right, all right, let's do arm wrestling. But if you lose, you lose, um, you lose, you lose against the pussy. Yeah. Against the pussy that's right. Yeah. And the
1: vegetarian. A pussy, right, a pussy vegetarian. Up and yes! He did Oh, it. my God! Oh, my
14: God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! He this made is, it. This is world record. This Bet. is world record. Yeah. World record.
3: This is world record in lightweights. It is. Because he only weighs 190 pounds. You guys. Oh, my God. 18 feet 6 inches.
4: Bruno just said Enrico just got the world record for yeah, yeah, this is the world weight record. for height. Yeah, it is. 18'6".
2: The light
14: waiters. Yeah. For the
2: light waiters, yeah. It is, yeah. Well, Oh, my All right. God. That's well,
4: amazing. Well, we
2: can still... Stefan still has uh, one attempt, more attempt.
4: Stefan is from Romania.
14: He's from Europe, yeah. <laughs> He's a European. European. Europe. Yeah. What the people who don't know where Romania is? (laughs) It's not in South America. There's probably a lot of people. Um, It's
3: Europe. Well,
2: yeah, the Fork Talk uh, listeners aren't necessarily super educated, but I'm pretty sure they'd guess that Romania is not, I don't know, in Latin America. It's
3: in Georgia. You never
14: know. Oh, so close.
3: So close. Yeah, yeah,
14: Romania is the home uh, of Dracula. Yes.
3: Yes, it is. So. And Nadia komnich Yes. Yes. So we
14: can uh, ask Stefan uh, right now if he knows Dracula.
2: Yeah. Okay. We he will. Obviously we, will isn't,
3: we will. He obviously isn't a vampire, though, because <laughs> he's maybe, out in the sunlight. Maybe, so. maybe he is Dracula. Well, he is could because be. he's sucking the blood of the lightweight class right now. He's the original. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe he's,
2: yeah, maybe he's the original vampire, so he can walk amongst the daywalkers.
3: Yeah. Well, this event is really, really amazing. Bruno, you should have brought a wooden spike with you. You could have taken care of him earlier. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: A wooden spike. What
3: was it? Through the hollywood.
4: Hollywood mythology that you can kill a vampire by driving a wooden spike. It's through
3: actually, a heart. It's, it's not. No, 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 no. It's all about garlic.
1: Garlic.
3: Ah, garlic. garlic. Well, that'll keep them away from you. But a wooden spike, that'll finish them.
14: You have to uh, uh, do them a pizza with garlic. And after that, you take the, the spike. Yeah. The next time See? you
3: compete against him, give him a garlic drink. Yeah,
14: I do. I do. Yeah, yeah, But today, it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh. think they would die in another.
2: Okay, did they raise it another inch, maybe? What, what's going on? Yeah, he's going no, he, to attempt another one here. Maybe it's
14: 19. He, he just do not want to quit.
4: We're watching Enrico.
14: Enrico new, is so new fabulous. record height. He's so young. I think he's 22 years old. Or yeah, years? yeah super young. So we, uh, so we were here, some,
3: some things.
2: That was that was that was quite a bit off. He may he may have peaked on the.
3: Uh, oh, you know what? When you got the world record, you don't need to shoot much more. Exactly. Yeah, right. So good exactly for him. Exactly
2: right. Well, Bruno, we are super glad to have met you and glad that you came on the podcast.
14: Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I, I love America. I love you guys, and we uh, love having you. A very good time, and I would like to to invite you to Germany.
3: Oh, yeah. We'll come over we there, too. we have a
14: good time. Uh, we will come. Fantastic. We will come over. Fantastical. Yeah. <laughs> Super fantastic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Super fantastical.
14: <laughs> <laughs> See, there it
8: is, right there. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. And we'll go get to the chopper. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye. for the thank Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Saturday, and it's time to put on my kilt. It feels right, to you know. I grab my weights, grab my rocks, and go. It's time to throw. Our sport, it ain't much to talk about. All the one crossword, and we can knock your old teeth out. All right. Here we are.
3: Here we are. We're back. We are with the creme de la creme of all interviews. Seven-time world caber champion, your friend and ours, the one the only, Francis Brebner. Welcome to Fork Talk, Francis.
2: Yeah.
12: Good to be here talking to you guys. Yes. We love having you.
2: We've loved having you uh, talk to Chad Olam on occasion and give us uh, your opinions about this and that, but never on the on the live forecast.
12: It's been awesome. Yeah. Good. How's your day been? Very good. Yeah? Very good. Yep. It's been a great competition here at Mountain Home. Ding-dong battle. Nearly every event. Athletes uh, every round increasing and... Uh, you know, we just saw the a climax finish here oh, to yeah. the 42-pound oh. weight with the bar.
4: Yeah, Enrico, that was amazing.
12: That was incredible. And he's the lightest of the group, 189 pounds. Right, yeah. So he just set uh, a new world record in the under-190-pound class. Yeah. And
4: uh, And what was the height?
12: Uh, he cleared 17.5 to start with, and I seen a look on his face. He couldn't believe it. Then he went on to clear 18 feet, and, uh, you know, it brought the base to in the and uh, Stephen, nuclear of uh, Romania as well. He was actually, he was leading the competition by a half a point over uh, Beach. Yeah. Got into this event. Unfortunately, Beach, he wouldn't do it earlier on, so it's kind of hampered his chances for right. overall. Nonetheless, Unless uh, something magical happens in the caber.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, and Beach has come a long way over the past few years. I mean, he's just been practicing and working his butt off, and you know, he's he won the national championship this uh, not too long ago against yep. uh, John Odin mm-hmm. and uh, some other really strong guys. So uh, to be here at the World Championships and finish on the podium, that's pretty damn good.
12: It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're you're just saying about the athletes and performances. Every year, the standard just seems to be rising. In all the categories, you know, women's, masters, yeah, ABCs, and lightweights—it's just incredible to watch. Absolutely, it's yeah,
2: amazing. Um, and of course, you've seen it all these years as it's evolved, right? Because you yeah. were in the—I mean—in the classic early days of it, um, in its popular culture, being on TV and stuff like that yeah. back in the day. Um, yeah. So it just must be amazing to you to see how much America has embraced it and how now worldwide, the Germans, everybody.
12: Well, in the last two decades, it just exploded in America. Yeah. I've just seen it explode with the Masters Division, the ABC groups. It's just incredible to see. Yeah. Just incredible. And especially in Europe, uh, very big in Germany, as you say. Oh, yeah. Germany and France. It's very big. And now we've got new uh, countries adopting the sport, such as Croatia, Romania... Uh, Norway, Sweden, you know, and it's great to see the the sport expanding. Well, you guys have had a lot to do with it, you know, with the IHGF. Yes, well, we're promoting a lot of stuff in these countries. Yeah, you guys
3: have made made it huge in Europe and a big impact here in the States too. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to you guys. Yep.
12: Well, next week I go over to Norway to do a clinic there uh, to to promote the sport and uh, then on to Sweden. Uh, to promote the, the games here, and hopefully there will be something we're promoting for, for next year, a major event, and uh, yeah, it's all good for the sport. It's Absolutely. all grown, It's yep. incredible.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. So
4: where in Norway, Francis?
12: Norway, going to FIFOR Norway. It's situated, the for, for the event's going to be taking place, 2,800 feet above sea level. Beautiful hotel, Hotel FIFOR overlooking a loch. In Mount FIFOR. Incredible. Wow. A That's great say And this is actually far to hear the world's strongest Viking and other strength events as well as Highland Games. That
4: sounds amazing. It oh, is.
3: I think you need to have a, maybe a Fork Talk podcast come with you. Oh, yes. You yeah. know, I, I think that would be a good I idea. I
12: think it would be great to hear you guys sit overlooking <laughs> the lock and the whole event. Oh, yeah.
4: I'm down for it. And I'll
12: barely yeah. drink. I probably won't drink much at all. <laughs> yeah. We'll pencil it in next year. It's in July. It's going to be in July. All right.
3: Yeah. We'll yeah. pencil it in. You pencil us in. We're good to go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, now now let's get down to brass
2: tacks, because I know we've talked about this. But uh, we and we're we're thinking that we won't get haunted. But
3: oh shit!
2: But let's talk yeah. about Denny, yeah, right?
12: Well, well, I have heard some chains rattling. In uh, the, yeah, in the yeah. Background, I'm looking over my shoulder, especially when Jay starts talking about Donald <laughs> Denny. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, well, he's he's got a, he's got a lot of medals. Oh, he is uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Hopefully, he's out cleaning them or something because that'll keep him busy for a little <laughs> while, right? <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Because I mean, he, I mean, the one thing that that Francis and Denny have in common is
3: they both don't like sheaf. Right. Right.
12: Yes. Well, coming from Scotland, there's only three games in which we do sheaf. That's right. Yeah. And that's series Halkirk and Aberfeldy. Right. And, and you know the story behind it. Back in the 1970s. So it's said that uh, an American come to these, these games, actually went to series games, so she's pitching. Come back, the American introduced it to the games.
3: You know. Oh, is that how it happened? Yeah. Yeah.
12: That's so, so it said, uh, you
3: know. Donald Dinny has a different take on it. I've, he's actually told me this in my sleep, in a dream. Uh. <laughs> he said that. Did, Francis, you,
12: did you use a pillow?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I sleep with a gun. I mean, ever since dinny has been haunting us, I I'm not, I sleep with one eye open. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell yeah, you that yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> but he says that even though you, you you claim that you don't care for the sheep very much, you're actually the one that invented it and brought it to the United States. So there's a little bit of controversy there, it's I think.
12: It's true. I'll let you take it up with Denny when I see it. Okay, well, <laughs>
3: I'll tell you what. We better be together, buddy, because that's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> well. He may be dead and, and, and old and that, but yeah, I
12: think he'll kill us.
2: He's tough, but there's no way in hell he carried <laughs> you those come stones. Back, you come back and crush you with one of I stones.
12: <laughs> you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't think that was just a myth. It is. It's a myth. It's, it's got to be. Because, you know, in hundred 160-odd years, there's nobody been able to duplicate the feet barehanded. These right, right, done it barehanded, barehanded yep. Now, you think about when anybody's lifting at stones uh, over the past several decades, they can only hold the stones for just several seconds before their grip goes out. Right, right. Now, even, even using straps, it's quite a feat Yes. to, to, to just lift them. And, uh, as you know, Jay, we did a competition. Uh, it was back uh, four, four years ago. Uh-huh. In which uh, his record was broken. Uh, 18 feet. Uh, it was just over 18 yeah, feet by yeah, Peter yeah. Pugger, and it was incredible t- to watch, you know. And several athletes actually walked part distance as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if no athletes, and they're a lot stronger and bigger and fit, they were back in a day, and if, if they're not being able to, to walk with them, you, you know, left him barehanded, like, such as Sigmundson or Kasmeier. Yeah, There's no way that happened. It's a myth.
3: Right, right. Yeah. It's a myth. Well, and the thing is, too, is you got athletes that train for them, specifically. Yeah. And, you know, if Donald did lifted lift him, you know, I doubt that he actually was training to actually lift them and move him, Yeah. you know. But then again.
12: I believe, you know, he, I believe he probably walked with him one at a time. Yeah. That's for, that's for the ah. thing. Well, one at a time. Also, in his
3: defense, though, you know, guys were a lot tougher back then.
12: There were, yeah. You know, they, I mean, yeah. But then again, think about it. If, if you were marking, in his day, he made an equivalent. I believe it was like something like $2.5 Would you sacrifice in injury to to walk with these stones? I, I don't think so. No, yeah. no. Maybe right now. Yeah. Maybe you're marking that kind of money. Yeah, he All made right.
2: his living going around and doing strongman competitions yes, of sir. sorts. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He,
12: he was as strong as he's there. But I think it, he probably walked with them one at a time and probably with two hands. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, or he had a mule drag him about you know twenty feet, and then he claimed that he did it. <laughs> oh, you're gonna get honed oh, in, okay, eight in the chin. You know it.
12: <laughs> you're gonna get. You're gonna get Denny. I, on think,
4: it. I think you're right, Francis. This gonna be a haunting. that's coming. Hey,
3: he's after me anyway, you know. So what the hell? I might as well just go for it.
12: You, you'll be hearing the, the the hoofs of the mule on Denny's rattling <laughs> of the chains. Hey,
3: you're not safe either, my friend. He hates you as much as he hates me. <laughs> and you and you you're from the same country, so yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. yeah. But well, we, we can't thank
2: you enough for everything you do for the sport and uh, that you're still here and doing it. And uh,
12: I, love, I love it. You know, it's been a part of my life for uh, just over 30 years, and uh, it seems to consume me the older I get, you know. Right. And you guys are the same. It's yeah. consuming you. Look what you guys are doing for the sport. You're doing a Fort talk You're promoting the Highland Games. It's, it's all good. It's all good for it's the sport. That's fantastic.
2: Too. One of my favorite training sessions ever, Big Daddy, is when we went to Boise that one time. Oh, yeah. And uh, Francis was there. Yep. To uh, to do a clinic
12: along with Ryan Vieira. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ryan Vieira was there, and, uh, and he was he was helping us with the twenty eight pound weight for distance, uh, which he was uh, a master at, obviously.
3: Well, yeah. What ninety four feet,
12: uh, Francis? Ninety ninety four one. Yeah. Uh, I've got to think yeah, you know. But yeah, ninety yeah. ninety four one with the twenty eight and. Forty-eight-one with the fifty-six. Oh
3: yeah, so here, here's the guy who threw it, and I actually knew more than he did about it. What's up with
12: that? <laughs> I'm, I'm wow, nearly you know. fifty-one now. Well, know. I'm fifty-two, so don't use that as an oh, excuse, you. my oh. friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've been <laughs> in the so <laughs> <laughs> i but, but but but
3: Brebner's uh, it, the thing about Francis Brebner, You know, you look awesome. You know, you're staying in tremendous shape, obviously.
12: Well, I'm trying. to You know, yeah. I, uh, I've come come down quite a bit for my heaviest to compete, and I was three or five at my heaviest, and it was. I was nothing less than over 2, 280 for well over a decade, but then after retiring for the sport and, and moving to America, you know, I've, I've come down gradually. No. Like this has been 194. I'm a little up over 200. You know, well but, you look uh, pretty
3: stout for a two hundred pounder, that's well, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, 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 he did good. He looks awesome.
2: And I but I'd asked him how uh you know, he was giving us pointers on that twenty eight and he and he was he was given a, a visual oh, clue. Yeah, what yeah, I yeah. look for on a visual clue. And then and then he would break down the rest of it. And I'm like, Well so what's the next clue that you look at? And he just kinda looked at me and was like there really isn't one because I'm moving so damn fast. <laughs> There's no way in hell I could tell you. He called it a blur. A blur. It's a yes, blur. Yes, that's right. Yep. And uh, I'm like, well, that's great. That's that's why I'm in the 40-foot range yeah. and not the 90. So, all right.
3: <laughs> I, pay, I paid for the whole clinic. I remember that. And all The only thing I wanted to do was lightweight for distance with Francis. Yeah. That's all I cared about.
4: So, have you asked Francis the question of the theme of the podcast?
2: Oh, yeah. We have one final question for you. What is your favorite sandwich?
12: Favorite sandwich? Sandwich or hamburger? Either. Hawaiian pineapple hamburger.
3: Oh, there Ooh. you go. With sweet,
12: with sweet potato fries.
3: Oh. And
12: a mug of beer.
3: Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Very nice. <laughs> He's definitely Americanized now.
12: Very yeah. nice. for yeah. sure. Yes. <laughs>
2: Excellent.
3: Well, thanks for joining us on Fork Talk,
2: yeah, Francis. Francis. Super awesome. awesome. Thank you
12: very much. Thank you. for Thank you for having me on your podcast. You got
2: one more event to announce, yes? One
12: more event in the points. And the then point. there's Steve Demo. Yes, that's right. Yep, yep. Your favorite event? It is <laughs> favorite, favorite event to watch. You, like, you know, I was you ne- heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. I was never, I was never much uh, good at chief because we only really did it once a year, and that was when we went to the Celtic Classic. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah. uh, I never did anything really substantial. In uh-huh. Tomorrow, you know, twenty, I think twenty-seven, twenty-eight feet, something like With that. With a
3: twenty-pound yeah. bag, yeah. Uh, was it
12: twenty-pound. Pe- I can't I remember yeah. no Jersey You know, it was probably, probably I, I, I think
3: it was a 16-pound bag, and it, so your highest, you're saying right now on the air is about 27 feet?
12: It was something like
3: that. Oh, good, because I had a field record of 29 feet. I beat Francis Brebner. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it right here. Uh, but, of course, his... I trained my ass off for it, and he never touched it. Yeah, so he just you know. made his day. <laughs> yeah. No, we love you, Francis, and, man, I'll tell you what, you guys are doing some great stuff with the sport, and we're following you on Facebook and all that stuff, and... Uh, 're just uh, we're just really happy to have you here and thank you for coming and yeah thank yep, you appreciate thank you. it right, thank you Thanks Francis okay all right all right they're off to the caber the one and only the Francis Bredner, ladies and gentlemen
8: because we like to make the cabers fly. See them sail straight through the sky flip them over and land just right judges hands go up again the sound one more round. I pick things up and I put them down. All right we got another interview here. Um, no
2: pressure. You're sitting in a seat that is still warm from the great Francis Brebner.
3: The butt cheeks of Francis Brebner has yeah. graced that sheet. And he I, I know for a fact that he does go regimental. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And I did see him move his kilt.
4: And hopefully, Jessica, you are wearing shorts under your kilt.
3: So. I'll
9: never tell.
2: <laughs> it's <I> good. <laughs> Jessica, welcome to Fork Talk.
4: Thank you for having me.
2: What's your last name? Smith. Smith. Yeah. And have you? Well, that's e- an odd name. Have you ever listened to Fork Talk?
9: No, I I have never heard of it. I'm really excited. That's
2: Get it. out of that chair. Oh, she's a Fork Talk virgin. I like it.
9: <laughs> I'm from San Diego,
3: so oh awesome. R- love San Diego.
2: Beautiful. I hate San Diego.
9: <laughs> San Diego. And you San Diego. were
2: and the you whale's were, vagina. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You, and you competed today.
9: I did, in the lightweight class, lightweight women.
2: Lightweight women. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Um, did you need to sweat out any pounds to get to the lightweight number?
9: <laughs> I was actually a little concerned, but no, I was just fine. You what, did good. What okay. is the
4: lightweight women weight? Uh, under 150 pounds. Under 150,
9: pounds. Under okay. 150, yeah.
2: okay. Yeah, you don't look like you're anywhere close to that, so.
9: I'm close-ish. Yeah? I got a couple pounds to go. <laughs> All right. She's
3: 144.
2: Nope.
9: One forty-eight point right.
3: Word. See, you always got to when you talk about women's weights, you always got to guess a little. Uh, and
2: you were com- <laughs> and you smart. were competing with Bree.
9: I was Is competing right? with Bree. Yes, I'd never met her before. Um, first time competing together.
2: Yep, she's a go. new member of the family. Um, it was kind of fun actually, because as this crazy bowling league happens, right? We know her husband now, Adam, mm-hmm. and he was single for a long time, and then and he and we're had like, a couple.
4: When are you gonna find?
2: He had a couple Top different...
4: Girl. Nice, a girl.
2: a
3: couple different girlfriends. <laughs> he, and he never had a girlfriend. Never had a girlfriend. He
2: had a girlfriend no, here he and didn't. there. I <laughs>
3: thought he was gay for years. <laughs>
2: well, he's we assumed that... As a button. We thought he was gay because he could never close a deal, but he obviously isn't. So, <laughs> he's good.
1: Good. Now, so, getting awkward. What,
2: what was your favorite event today? Oh, boy. Starts with an S. Ends sheep. with an F. Ends av. with an
3: E.
9: Honestly, I argue with Francis over that because I love sheep. Yes. And uh, I tend to do pretty well in it, but not so much today. I oh, really? 18 feet you were today. off? Oh. 18? Yeah.
3: yeah. What was, what was wrong?
9: Uh, I think I've just been out of practice, and I haven't been in the gym lately, so ah. strength is down.
3: Right. Yeah, you, you were in a service, correct?
9: I was. I was in the Marine Corps for eight uh-huh. years. So. See, I knew oh my I God! There. There's two
3: jarheads yeah. at the table. <laughs> two jarheads at the same table. Boom! Baby. Did Did you? You?
4: Don't you have to like do like a special handshake or something? No,
3: we can't show you that. There's
2: it's some kind of is there some kind of pheromones you guys put out that <laughs> you know each other? You have to, by you by you have scent? to be able
3: to say Ooh rah, but you have to say it in a certain way. So if you see if you see a marine and they say Ooh rah, they're really probably not a marine. You guys, they gotta go. I don't know. I don't know. Right? Yut. See? Yut, yes. yut. There's also the dog bark that that
9: comes across from well.
3: <laughs> That's right. But well, we can't show you that. Well, right, I'm, right.
4: So they can't. Fork Talk Nation—they're doing stuff that they can't show us. No,
3: so. we're like the Masons, only tougher.
4: Pretty much, right. they're yeah, they're the Masons, <laughs> but tougher.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the largest fraternity and sorority as well, I guess you know, mm-hmm. in the United States, in the world. So, so that's we're, great. we're yeah.
2: asking all interviewees and um, lightweights, what is your favorite sandwich? Favorite. Because the unofficial name of your class is the Eat a Sandwich class. Absolutely.
1: Because <laughs> if you'd all
2: just eat something, you'd be a normal weight
3: like the rest of us. I
9: would just like to say for the record, I eat at least five times a day. I had not a problem eating. It's not an eating So issue.
3: you're a proper lightweight. That's good. Oh well, yeah. Well, she exercises too, obviously. So, yeah, yeah that's part of it. So, so what's your favorite uh, sandwich?
9: Okay, favorite sandwich. Uh, I would have to say... Oh, I'm going to be really boring. I'm going to say pastrami. Damn! With pepperoncinis. Boom! And mustard.
3: What did I say?
2: (laughs) What is that? Some kind
3: of marine
2: thing?
9: That's the exact thing he described.
3: (laughs) It's the exact same sandwich I came up with.
9: With anything pickled. I love mustard, pickles, pepperoncinis. Oh, man. Good
3: Lord. It's something in the water, you guys. It is a marine thing. It has to be. Well, (laughs) because we have
2: good taste. Right. that (laughs) That or you've been threatened and beaten to the inch of your life to defend our country well that too but we, we still have good taste <laughs> fantastic super fantastic super fantastic okay so are you all done for the day
9: i am done for the day yes there, i am nice. drinking beer and there was
2: yeah. only two of you in the class unfortunately right
9: right there were supposed to be three officially they need three to make a, a class yep. and give away awards yep. um i guess the third one had to back out and so, so
2: who who championed you or brie
9: I haven't found out yet. I purposely oh. did not look at scores because I didn't want to psych myself out. So we have yet to get our win Wait a minute.
2: It was only the two of you, and you don't know if you threw better than I her? I did not
9: keep track of her scores. That's
3: wow. women. We know that women do not keep track of scores. That is interesting.
9: <laughs> but they do overanalyze actually- everything. That's right.
3: <laughs> and they will tell you something you did a year and a half ago. Well,
2: what a fun <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Fun surprise left over to be... Over and over right. again. Right. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. Um, I'm well, always in trouble. Thanks for being on Fork Talk with thank us. Thank you so
9: much for having me. I just came to thank to you, and listen. Well,
2: now you need to uh, look us up on iTunes. Okay. Or I will do that. Uh, whatever. I'm going
9: to subscribe oh, yeah. Today. Yeah. Right. Or,
2: the or the website. And okay. you can listen to the podcasts. I will do
3: that. All right.
2: Awesome. Thanks so for joining us. Thank you. Take Take Bye.
3: Five. Good. Good, good. <laughs>
8: Oh boy, that's how heaven sounds, Brother Caber.
3: Today? Yes. We have Scott Farr. Where are you from, Scott?
7: I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah.
3: Yes, he is. All the way from Salt Lake City, which is how far from here?
7: Uh, from here, it's about four and a half hours. I actually drove up from Logan. I've got family in Logan. So oh, do so you? Stayed in Logan last night. Or, yeah, last. Two nights ago, and then up here, you know, it's three and a half hours from here. It's been so a long
12: day.
3: Who
7: knows? It where has been. been. You
3: know. He walked from uh, Utah, by the way, <laughs> to yeah. get here. He decided he needed more training. Cardio. <laughs> that's that's well, what you, lightweights do. He right? needed to drop weight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: right. That's right. This podcast, Scott, is uh, completely dedicated to eating a
3: sandwich class.
7: Yes. Yes. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm. Because right. this is the eating a sandwich slash lightweight world championships. Right. Right. How was your day?
7: Oh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> right? yeah, we, He's got a reason, we, though. He's we, got a reason. We
2: were over here, but, but I uh, went over to inspect, and I could tell that you were icing your toe. Yeah. What happened?
7: So in uh, openstone I'm not even really sure what went on. Uh, I slid a little bit out of the back, and then when my right foot planted, it slid a lot. And I just kind of rolled over my toe, and now, well, I felt like the metatarsal in my toe roll up over the next metatarsal.
3: Oh, yeah. And,
7: uh, yeah, now any time I put pressure on it, I think it just stretched out all the ligaments underneath that were holding it where Uh it's supposed to stay. Now, every time I put pressure on the tip of my toe, it rolls over.
3: So, nothing
7: like the first event of a day to (laughs) hurt yourself. second event, you know, at least I got one good event in, but.
3: Well, and that's the thing is, Scott, you know, he came here, and. You know he was he was favored to do really well slash win the the whole damn thing, and uh, it sucks because you know I actually watched it happen you know and it's like, you know I, I got pissed off because you know I'm I'm a big fan of yours Scott you know I, you know I keep track of guys on uh, YouTube and and uh, on Facebook and stuff like that you know so um, one thing most people probably don't know is you know when I watch YouTube I like to watch all kinds of throwers and I, I watch Scott a lot because he's got. You know, he'll throw 80 feet in the weight, lightweight for distance in practice, and his technique is so smooth and fluid. You know, if you can mimic that, you know, I might actually make 60 feet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you also like his keen um, fashion sense with his red, white, and blue stockings. Yes. How can you not like that? Yeah, huh? He's, uh, he's a fashion icon out here. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, yes. He is. It was uh did it, it must have hurt on the weight over bar although you did okay.
7: You know, I was able to stay on my heels a yep. lot more on the weight over bar and uh, until the last few heights I really didn't come up on my toes at all. So I was able to avoid putting any pressure on it. Yep. But definitely on that last height, I think 17 is where I went out. That was where it was really starting to hurt mm-hmm. and I wasn't really able to put much more behind it. I was really hoping for 19 standing today. So oh, yeah. I mean coming in I was I was looking for some big throws and just couldn't put it together, you know. Injuries. I'm always
3: open for 19, and I I usually <laughs> yeah. go out at like 14. That's so. why I always
2: that's why I always come in at about 18, 18 six. So yeah. you can go
3: out at 19. Well, six. you're still sitting yeah. there with the guys that are in the top of the class.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and then and then I feign a uh, hamstring pull sometime, and, and uh, you know, I'm just not going to be able to make it there today, yeah. guys. Sorry, so
0: I just work the ladies' weight in. <laughs> there you go. Pull on that.
2: That's hey.
3: right, Maxie. I did that with a hammer and Kelso, so don't laugh. And the judge did not notice. No, the how judge did, actually gave me the feet for that. How
2: did yeah. you... Were you, like, shooting up drugs? How the heck did you finish caber? Because I would have thought when you planted, your toe would have screamed you know, at you. It
7: kind of did a little bit, but I, I was I was doing a really weird run on my heels thing. I kind of felt really, really dumb. Like,
2: <laughs> but... I don't think it looked dumb that no, I did. No, it looked bad. fine.
7: It looked better than everybody else. Yeah, though. it looked
2: better than my runs, so I think you're that's good. That's not saying much. Yeah,
7: it didn't hurt too bad. It didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would. Okay. Uh, but... You know the the pull, again, same kind of thing as like in WAB. I was trying to stay on my heels and just stay off my toes. Um, really didn't pull hard, didn't put much into it, and right. ended up getting like an eighty-five degree. So yeah, wasn't a huge caver either. But yeah, what can you do? No, you know? I mean you know the it thing happens. is
3: you know and, and you know he hurt himself, and he continued to soldier through as Brebner was saying quite often this uh, today. And yeah, um, you know a lot of guys would have quit and just stopped, and uh, he tried. He, he one turned uh his weights and still was doing really well. And uh you know, you gotta hand it to a guy that's just not gonna quit. You Sorry, know there's a lot of people impressive. They'll quit, you know. They they won't follow through, or they won't even come to a game because somebody else is there that's better than them. Ooh, <laughs> shots fired, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know me. Yeah. You know I don't hold back much.
2: Well,
3: that's okay. That was a good one. <laughs> but, yeah.
2: So, Scott, what's your favorite sandwich?
7: sandwich.
3: <laughs> now we serve that one up. Yeah. What is your favorite sandwich,
2: favorite? actually? I actually yeah.
7: made a sandwich once that was amazing. I took two white pieces of bread. Put peanut butter on them. Yep. Put a Kit Kat in there. Honey... And then I pan-fried pan it with butter. Oh, so my God.
3: Oh, my God. I think Elvis Presley ate something similar to that. Is
7: it called <laughs> So did,
2: did you name it, or is it just called the FAR? I
7: don't know. I, I haven't named it. I think it's on the Internet. I saw the it far. on the Internet, so I didn't the make far. it up. Well, mm-hmm. I'll
3: tell you what. Whatever, I'm going to I'm gonna make when we get
2: home. That's you what got, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's
7: really good. <laughs> I,
3: I have a feeling the
2: FAR would come back to haunt me on the toilet. <laughs> but
7: I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I
2: don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I think any
7: of the lightweights that aren't me wouldn't be able to stay lightweight. True.
3: True that. <laughs> yeah, I saw a Kit Kat lasagna one time oh. on the uh, on the internet, and it was oh like layered God. with Kit Kats and all this stuff. And I'm like, even me, the first thing out of my mouth was diabetes.
7: <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. <laughs>
3: got the diabetes. I
7: need this in my life.
3: <laughs> well, you know what, has got I, I All I got to say is, uh, you know, we wish the best for you. Oh, look out. There's a German behind you.
7: <laughs> he's a good dude. They sneak um, up on you. Bruno yeah.
3: snuck up on him, but he's okay. <laughs> a good dude. You See, well. The Germans didn't—they didn't sneak up on us in World War II. The Japanese did,
7: <laughs> right? Right.
3: So, so. <laughs> right. They just—you know—we just went over come them and started full, fighting them. full frontal. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I just want to—we want to wish you the best of luck. You know, well, thank you. And uh, with your recovery now, and right. you know, keep lifting your ass off and keep throwing, and uh, come back next year stronger and. And uh, just dominate the shit out of this stuff. That's the plan. Yeah, so we'd love to see. Just stay healthy. All right. Well, well, let's just say this. Fork Talk, we're a big fan of Scott Barr, man. Just keep oh. uh, keep plugging away. We, we dig you, man. You know, Likewise.
7: Yeah. Thanks, guys. Even all though right. he is a lightweight, we still like
3: him. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. People think we don't like lightweights. Well, there, there's a difference. We're
2: like their best proponent. We yeah. talk about them all the time.
3: <laughs> there's lightweights that we don't care for, you know. But if you don't like one, everyone else thinks you hate him. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. not hating. It's like hating one master, which I don't know anyone hates a master. Well, that's true. Well, maybe no a couple. talk to. Well, there's a couple of lightweights in my eight masters. Who cares? More than yeah. a couple of <laughs>
1: lightweights.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who okay. cares? So, yeah, man, uh, great watching you today. You did an awesome job. Thank like you. Like I said, you didn't quit. And uh, we look forward to big things next year, nationals. and Do you know when that's going to come up again?
7: So uh, I think nationals in, in Tulsa next uh-huh. year. Yeah. But, you know, if I can stay healthy during the offseason, I'm actually trying to go heavyweight this year. I tried this last Uh-oh. year. Nice. Got up to two twenty uh-huh. and then I ruptured two discs in my low back. Oh. And I couldn't train legs and yeah. my legs shrivel. And I have to eat like fifty five hundred calories a day to gain right, any right. weight and just wasn't worth it to me if I couldn't be training and yeah. using the calories. So. Well,
0: you're a natural lightweight. This is the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very,
7: be. very hard for me to gain weight. You know, I mean, getting o- staying at 9- 190 is a challenge for me. Like I have Well,
3: to- and you're taller too. I mean, yeah. you you're we're over well over six feet tall. You yeah. know, so definitely that's got to be a, a problem.
2: Right. Right when now. when you're 40.
7: Oh yeah, I'm, the, I'm just waiting the, for
2: it. The, you'll be able to pack the weight on. I can yeah. guarantee you.
7: I believe it. He yeah. <laughs> keeps and telling me that, and I'm waiting.
3: <laughs> I'll be in the over sixty pound, cl- over sixty <laughs> age class. I don't worry about him. You'll so be in the buddy. sixty yeah. pound class, all right. <laughs> Your mom's a whore. All right, thanks, Scott. <laughs>
2: Thank
7: you, guys. I appreciate all right, Scott. Him. Take care, brother. Yeah, you too, guys.
8: You know we like to make the cabers fly. See them sail straight through the sky flip them over and land just right judge's hands go up. another going of sound one more round i pick things up and i put them down oh boy that's how heaven's sound brother Caber.
3: and we back we're back by golly we have what could be our last interview of the day Yes, we do. We have the national champion, the lightweight national champion with us. Who? Oh, no. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's oh. appropriate. Absolutely. We have uh, the one and only Mike
11: B hey, hey, USA. Perfect USA. hair beach. Perfect <laughs> hair beach. <laughs> it was last I tell you, these European guys today, they brought it with the hair game. Oh, you ain't this dying. Is, this is going to be... A real problem going forward because I'm kind of used to when I step on the field, I, you know, I know I'm going to dominate the hair game start to finish. <laughs> and some of these guys today from Europe, they brought it. And these guys are dime pieces. They're, I mean, oh, yeah. they, they got it going on. I'll tell you, we did the weigh-ins this morning before the scales even plugged in these european guys had their shirts off. I mean, they were down to their skivvies and I mean, there's rippling abs and shaved chest. These guys are like models. We got we got a serious problem. We got a we this got a gap tough. to overcome. We got a g- It's good so because the rest of you guys get you're to lose you're weight cuz you need to
4: step it up.
11: Yeah, no. We we need to. We're going to we're falling behind. There is a uh, there's an attractiveness gap happening in the lightweight. <laughs> well, <class laughs> it's really
3: hard to throw when you're attracted to the guy you're throwing against.
11: I agree. You know? I imagine how I felt all day around oh, yeah. by these guys. I, I mean, got to be honest I, with you. I mean, <laughs> And you look, you you, you think Europeans oh, all the steer smell bad. These guys smell fantastic. They, oh, smell yeah. like, they smell like sawdust and cologne. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. These guys are so good. Scott Far and I was like, oh, man, usually we're the good looking guys. Yeah, here. most of but, the
3: American guys they smell like those urine mints that they put in there, those in the urinalysis. In yes, that's exactly <laughs> <The> right. <laughs> it
11: takes a it takes a potent combination of salves to keep this body together. Uh, you have, yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh right? yeah, all sorts of chemicals I got to rub on there.
3: Ben Gay <laughs> <laughs>
11: mineral. Ice, you name it. <laughs> good stuff. Nice. So did you have a good day? Uh, I did. I had a better day than I expected, honestly. I came out slow and stones. Uh, took a few first places. I took first place in the heavyweight for distance, or as uh, my buddy Aaron likes to call it, the medium weight for distance. <laughs> the 42-pound weight for distance. That's crap. Uh, I was leading in the lightweight, and then Garrett Middleton decided to be a real big jerk and took first for me in that one. Uh, I set a PR in the heavy hammer, won that one took second in the light hammer with another PR, and I think that was Garrett Middleton again. Son of a bitch. Man, that guy's coming He was along. on fire today. That lightweight, he exploded oh, on man. that trig for that light And just like became. nothing like the two before it.
2: Yeah. Not, I mean, come it, on, it was man. night and day. Night and day. Come on, that's man. That's
3: called a progression. He yeah. had
11: that one in the trunk, and it went quick. Well, apparently that's what athletes do. I'm doing air quotes when I say <laughs> athletes. <laughs> that's what athletes do. There were a couple of those out there. Our mm-hmm. listeners
3: can't see him, but he is actually doing air quotes. Yeah, I
11: mean, I don't lie. I'm, a, I'm an honest person. But yeah, they was Good overall. Look, I started to fade a little towards the end. That's not uh, unusual for me. That uh, was re- a long day. It was a long day, and but you know that's again, what
3: every woman says that it was ever with him. <laughs> it is good so, out of the gate, but well, not much for stamina. Good,
11: not much for stamina. No you offense. Know, and pff, all taken. <laughs> um, but yeah, weight over bar. Honestly, um, you know, I shit the bed a little bit on weight over bar. I did. Uh, I let too many points between me and Stefan. Um, I think we don't have the overall yet, but he's he's going to come away. With oh it. yeah, it's I, pretty clear. Yeah. Um, you know, I was behind him by half a point going into a wob, and there he put a lot of distance between. And then we had the caber debacle over here. So who knows how that's going to all shake out. <laughs> yeah, but.
3: Right. When well, we, we talk y- about the caber debacle, I'll go ahead and explain it so Mike doesn't have to. Thank you. Basically, uh, they went two rounds in the caber and it got snapped. Yeah. And instead I of doing it...
4: snap. It was bad.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was bad snap. I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm back. Two rounds Here we, we go. Two rounds debacle. Basically, they decided not to contest the third round and just go right in the challenge caber, which... You know, I mean, as a thrower especially, you could you could end up tanking on two throws and then hit a perfect 12 o'clock, and your place changes.
11: That's the beauty of the cable. That's the yeah. beauty of, this, of the yep. sport. That's why you get three throws. Yep. And, you know, I, I appreciate that, Big Daddy, but I'll go ahead and put myself in the line for it. It's at a world championship, you want your athletes to compete with each other down to the last attempt. Yep. You want to give every athlete on that field a chance to take first place. I guarantee you, Stefan feels the same way. He, yep. he would have rather beat me and every other guy here by really beating us all three attempts. Absolutely. He, he didn't want any favors. Nope. That nope. guy came ready to rock today. That guy was a warrior. Wasn't asking. He wasn't asking for he any didn't favors. Didn't ask for any favors. Nope. I, I, yeah. Look, it's it, every time you. That's the fun of Highland Games, a non-standardized sport, right? Every time you go to a different field, you're gonna you're gonna experience different rules, different interpretations right. of the rules, stuff like that.
3: And we say that too. Is you know, we said it with uh, when we we're interviewing uh, our good friend Scott Barr. Boom. You, <laughs> uh anything can happen on any given day. You could you know one guy could
11: follow out one whole event and lose. And you beat them, and you don't even know what's going on, right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. Or you slip and break your foot when you're yeah. the odds-on favorite to dominate the entire thing. Or you
3: totally tank the sheaf, and you don't get any of your sheafs over, and then somebody comes in and takes your title. That's never happened to me. I don't know. I've, <laughs> never, I've never experienced anything like that, Jay. I didn't, I'm not aware of that possibility.
11: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, you must, yeah. it came to me in a dream. Yeah, good. And, you know, a lot of us get caught up, and I'm glad you bring that up, because I talk about this a lot of the throwers, too. We talk a lot about we... We idolize big throws and the guys that do the big throws. And especially when you're facing a guy like that, it's easy for that person to seem unbeatable. Because you look at the numbers, but you're looking at their decathlon numbers, basically. You're looking right. at their best stuff when you look at them. And that's why we go ahead and come and throw. Like, if you put it on paper, let's just hand it to Scott today. And we mm-hmm. all kind of knew that Scott was going to be the odds on favorite. He's a great athlete. super strong. He's an okay guy, I guess. Yeah. But you look at it on paper, yeah, he's going to run away with it. You know, you look at it on paper, John Oden should have beat me at Nationals, but... It, that's we get. It's just like football. Any given Sunday. Absolutely. Given Saturday, you get on the field. Yep. You play with the factors that are in play. Somebody has a bad day. Somebody has a great day. Things change. That's why, it's, that's why it's fun for us. And I think the cool thing today, just shifting gears a little bit, I think the cool thing was that this crowd here got a little peek at that. They got a peek yeah. at lead changes. They got to see, like, you know, early on they see a guy, they followed us from event to event, which is, that's like the gold standard when you got fans at this thing, right? That yep. usually they stop in for an event and they say, yep. you know, oh, that was neat. We have people following us. It's like Arnold like Palmer. Yeah, our exactly. Is, Just follow Army. him. Just, yep. yeah, yeah, follow
3: Arnold, Follow cool.
2: Beaches yeah. Army, is that what you're saying? <laughs>
11: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we all know who they were really following. The attractive European to see who they were following. Well, right? that's who I was yeah. following. Yeah, right now. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was great to see that we had so many um, events where You know, we would have what seemed like a secure top three, pretty predictable top three, and it would change hands three times throughout the event. And just, you know, I'd feel safe. Like, oh, finally, I put a big throw together, I got a first place, and then all of a sudden Garrett pops up. That's what it's all about. So I feel like the crowd got some of that. Which is awesome. Yeah. You, you want that to happen. You want it to be entertaining for them and to feel like they're at a sporting event and not just right. Yeah, watching a festival sideshow. Yeah, like <laughs> an exhibition. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we are. We are a festival sideshow. Mm-hmm. Well, Some of us are more sideshow
3: than you others. are. Circus, <laughs> <For sure>.
11: perhaps. <laughs> 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 um, a scary so clown. Is this your first uh,
4: Lightweight World
11: Championships? Or this you this is my first Lightweight Worlds, okay. yeah. I've actually only thrown Lightweight for one year. Uh, Jay, Jay and I threw together back at Enumclaw back when I was... A heavyweight. Yes, he was. <laughs> All of 220 pounds. He yeah. um, you know, was huge. Yeah, just a monster compared to what I am now. Yeah, this is my first lightweight world. Um, I kind of dedicated myself. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit previously, and, you know, I get plenty ribbed about it. But, you know, I, I, I became a CrossFit coach. I got kind of big into that, got competitive with it and everything. Not super competitive. And, you know, just in the course of doing that, that's going to that's gonna trim you down. That's going to trim the fat. And when I started getting back, I got healthy again. You know, that's always everybody's story at Highland Games, by the way. I was hurt, and then I got healthy again. <laughs> right, right. But uh, yep. <laughs> once I got healthy again and my shoulder was working, um, I decided that, yeah, you know what? I'm 200 pounds right now. Like, why fight it? There's a game right up the road. I can go qualify. And so I decided to go after this year. I didn't compete very much this year. This is my fourth game this year this year, and usually it's a lot more. Yeah, that's a sparse, sparse That's a very season. sparse year. Yeah. Um, but the, thing, the nice thing about Lightweight this year was that it gave me the chance to go to some big games. It gave me the chance to go to some great places. It offered that opportunity. So that's why I do this. You know, I talk about that plenty on YouTube channel, everywhere else I can. I talk a lot about this is about getting to go cool places, meet awesome people. And Scott Farr. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait till they listen to this. Um, You know, you get to meet awesome people and you get to do something just totally ridiculous and have people cheer for you. Yeah, that's great. Absolutely. It's no it's no secret. I like attention. I love attention. I love when people look at me. I hate attention. Yeah, I can tell. Personally, Personally I yeah. hate it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's what <laughs> that's what Lightweight offered me this year. It offered me the chance to go to some very cool places, some big games, see how it's done in other parts of the country and just see places I hadn't seen before. Like this part of the country in Idaho, there's no other reason I would have made it out here. Right. Like why else would I have come? I mean, right. not the non- not not the not knock on. it. It's just not my part of the world. So, I get out here, I've Met some amazing people And I even ended up On an episode of Fork Talk
3: Yes baby You got really lucky With that one Really lucky He went to the bathroom Or something And we hadn't seen him For a while So we were wrapping shit up And I said Ah fuck it Fuck beach Let's just go ahead And <laughs> yeah. let's, let's close the book
2: But then we ne- we needed To make sure we asked The most important question Which is What's your favorite sandwich Oh favorite sandwich <sighs> This is tough. It's almost like we need
3: Jeopardy music here.
11: Yeah. I really love, uh, like, an Italian sub. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, Stacked up with, like, you know, salami. Toasted
3: or? No, 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 no. no, I want
11: want the smush of the bread. I want the smush of that bread. He doesn't want a bastardized sandwich. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Okay philosophically that's the side of the fence i fall on <laughs> yeah a little bit of italian dressing oh yeah that's the stuff right there all right and you know uh, check the check the macros on that i'm sure it's top notch i'm sure it's right oh in, yeah in i'm right. always checking macros. yeah I know, yeah you yeah, you are you are definitely the uh, the, the spreadsheet diet uh, you know, yeah. i know I, I know i am the, <laughs> the macro guy guys. boy people ask me i, I will get asked sometimes by the throwers like what is your you know hey what did you do diet wise to get to 200 like to maintain it to be you know be able to throw and lift at 200 and anything like that and the answer is i eat whatever i want whenever i want because i don't i guess i'm not as hungry as other people i don't know like i literally i have no like i don't spreadsheet it out i'm like what what are my macros today all that kind of stuff it's right. just i kind of eat whatever i yeah. eat, i yep. eat like an asshole really that I, makes you a you're good. a natural That's your true
4: lightweight you're a
11: natural yeah. lightweight yep. i am for me to throw um bigger it takes concerted effort.
3: I
4: have you'd, to. You'd have to like huge, eat huge, and yes, and I've done huge. that. I've been there.
3: I've so, been a, so you're not like a 245 pound, you know, ex Pro, right. You know that would lose weight and then come on down to uh, 200 pounds.
11: No, I can't imagine doing that. Yeah, would that'd be, be have, tough. That would be incredible. it would be tough. a lot of work. It would be. It'd be too much work, honestly. <laughs> it might I, even
3: <laughs> mess with your brain chemistry. Yeah. I would, so. I would think, think so. I would think I would think you might make poor decisions. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? You know, as a guy who's an expert on poor decisions, I can tell you <laughs> that is true. You're an impressively
11: challenging individual. So you've got, I got, your got that right, Are you buddy boy.
4: Recording us right I now. I am
11: recording. I'm recording only you right now, Andrew. That's it. <laughs> oh, You're the only sweet. one. Except for the fact that that's Stephanie. That's Stephanie? What do I call her? <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. It's not no. clearly. <laughs> Candy sprinkles. Ah, yes. Thank you.
3: And we, well, we want to boost your vlog, too, because Mike Beach, I've watched it actually. It's, it's quite good. He does a, uh, a video vlog, which is awesome. Sounds it's, dirty when you say it vlog. Vlog. Well, it is dirty. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's. <laughs> if you watched it, you'd
11: know. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a. A lot of real hardcore content in there. Right?
3: Well, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Of, I, I watch Matt Vincent's uh, vlog all the time. Who uh, that ex-world champion guy? Yeah. <laughs> um, he prima donna. I watch his vlog all the time, and I was telling Mike this earlier. I'm like, he, even just doing daily stupid shit, Not. it's still entertaining
11: to watch. Absolutely, you know? it is. And that's yeah. and that we, you know, you and I talk about it too. Like that's kind of the new reality. That's the new TV. Yeah. Like people have gotten fed up, especially with the reality television, and it's just more fun to watch people. In interesting situations or in interesting lives, doing things. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was a... When I was walking out the field, um, there was a young lady who asked some advice. That her, she and her dad knew me from... They knew me from YouTube. That sounds cool. Wow, like that's cool. cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, and uh, the, so they were asking, like, questions about how to do it. And the biggest advice I had for them was just make stories. Like, don't worry about... They were asking what the best camera was. Like, whatever camera you have is the best camera. Like, whatever gear you're currently holding is the best one. Make a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. A story can be going to Home Depot to change light fixtures. Yep. And people are going to watch it because they think... The You're an interesting person That's it That's all there is to it And in case you're wondering My YouTube is (laughs) YouTube.com forward slash Mike Beach B-E-E-C-H In case you were wondering I know you're all wondering Nice plug Good
4: plug Nice
3: plug plug. Since I favorited it And I'm saved it I don't have to worry about it It just pops up every day Nice So I'm good with that Well done
11: That's a smart idea I would recommend anybody To do that To go ahead and like Subscribe Maybe share it
4: I think we can't I know we can't (laughs) We cannot have a YouTube channel Because it would just be bad all the way around. That's yeah,
3: true, yeah. Well, but to I've m- got a face for radio. To basically. Mike's
2: point, we um Jay and I love to listen to each other talk.
11: Oh, yeah, we could do that. So, listen, uh, all we time, would do yes.
2: this podcast if it was just us talking. I am w- actually
11: I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to request that after we're done here that you send me um, a copy of this with just my voice pulled out so I can listen to it. Yes. I like that. Oh, I can I do, can do like that. that. So In fact, you know
3: what?
2: I, I want just, you to be my new ringtone. I'm going to Yeah, we'll make it into <laughs> ringtones. It'll be the beach ringtone and we'll all have it on various parts of it. That's right. Oh, uh, nice. Different. Sorry. No one ringtone is the same.
3: Yep. I like that. Every time my phone rings, it'll be Mike Beach saying, I hate Scott Farr.
11: <laughs> <laughs> he cannot say I that. I love Scott Farr with a deep and abiding passion. <laughs> look. It's look, almost sad. Like speaking of Scott, like I, I'm sure you had him on here earlier. What he did today was worthy of massive respect. That guy broke his foot on Openstone. Yeah. He broke his foot. Legit broke it. Not oh, like, yeah. oh, man, things aren't going my way. I'm injured. Like yeah. we see all that. That was a legit foot break. Saw it. And he powered through and did every event today. That's including a- on a, Caber, too. On a, on ca- yeah. And, and didn't even do half bad on Caber. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Crazy. That, that, that's warrior style right there. That's yep. how it's done. And, I mean, he he knew. He knows he's not going to win. He knows that the podium might be out of reach. Didn't care. He was out there to hang out and have fun. Right. That, that's... Going back to what we were talking about, like, would you rather just sit around and do nothing, or would you rather see, hey, maybe let's see what my broken foot PRs are? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Let's see what they are.
3: we so- use one turn stuff? You know, yeah, and you know, I, I gave him great respect for that. I, I definitely did. So he's so strong. Hey, yeah, Big Daddy,
2: I, there's a problem going on here. They're doing the sheep exhibition to our left, and the only guys I think doing the sheep exhibition are the Europeans. Yeah, I'm about to step over there and show them how. Because and I, I they think, don't know jack about this, so they're I learning. Think,
4: I think Big Daddy and Haas need to step in to the sheep exhibition. Now.
2: We don't need to do that, but you know, I
11: just, I just want you, you to, guys are lightweight enough. I,
3: yeah, wow. nobody wants to watch a couple of old guys beat a bunch of young guys. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> I do,
2: but
11: you're gonna you're gonna go make sure they know how it's done. Yeah, well, in that crowd, I am the old guy too, so that'll you know I'll I'll, I'll do it in your honor. Guys. Okay, good. Oh, uh, you're dude. awesome, good. dude. Yeah, good. you're an
3: honorary master.
11: Honorary master. Oh man, oh, you're an honorary, honorary Ben Gay member. Well Hello. done. <laughs> oh, you said Ben. Spon- <laughs> sponsored by Viagra. Well done.
8: <laughs> yeah, All right. now no,
11: Thank- it, it's been an awesome day, and uh, I'm really glad Fork Talk came out. That's that's a very cool thing. Like the lightweight class has been growing and been expanding. Uh, as, much, as much as I could be salty about not about not winning, I'm actually really happy there's a European champion because that lends some worldwide legitimacy. Absolutely. That says True. that this True. class is growing. This isn't just you know Pacific Northwest. This isn't just a Texas thing. This isn't just an East Coast thing. This is there are athletes that that size that are pretty darn good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That actually want to come throw. So I, I think it's awesome. Stefan, clearly, I will tell you what, I'll use some. I don't know if there's been a conversation with Stephen yet. Ask him what he did to peak for this game because I don't know what it is, but he was informed today. If you look at his numbers previously yeah. based on what he did today, whoo, that kid peaked properly. Was he, I was think it was visit? a
3: combination of D-ball and testosterone. Well, That's, true. Say, That's true. I was going to say, He's has, European, been, you know. has,
11: yeah. he, has
2: he been over to the Eastern <laughs> Block recently <laughs> on a little visit? Uh, I visited
11: a couple of weightlifting coaches. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. They gave me some, they gave me some rubdowns Vitamins. and Yeah. <laughs> A lot of vitamin regimen, a lot of injectable vitamins <laughs> over in that Eastern <laughs> block. That's right. We kid, we kid, folks. We kid. All right, will you guys thank, be okay if I go back to the Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Great hey, having Thank you. you guys. It was an honor. I All appreciate All right,
3: brother. It. Thanks, brother. Bye.
1: That's what I said.
3: And we back in the Hizzy and World Fair.
2: All right. Um, Hey, Big Daddy. Yeah. And that's the show. And that's the show. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, First of all, before we go into thanking the sponsors, Big Daddy, I just got to say,
3: this has been a hell of a fun weekend. Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you what, we've been treated like God's. At this place, these people are awesome.
2: We've been treated really, really well. We still have to throw tomorrow, which is totally awesome. Um, we have got um, a <laughs> lot of day left, and um, and I and, for, and also I love traveling with you and Devil Ange.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of fun, love especially it. nap time. Nap time, oh, good like nap time. Yeah, we all we together, like nap, nap nap time. He gets uh-huh. Kind
4: of sweaty. I don't like that part. That's <laughs> why
3: it's called a motherfucking sandwich. A fucking sandwich. All right, Big Daddy. We're back to you. Yeah. Well, you know what? We want to thank you again to our sponsor. Mattress Ranch, www. Mattress, www. com. They're sitting right over there, those sexy bits. Thank beasts. you very much, Maxie and Yvonne. 12
4: stars, soon to be 13, and then 14 is amazing.
3: They're taking over the mattress world. They're putting sleep country to sleep. Thanks, sleep
4: train. Thanks sleep for train. all the
3: likes. Sleep train
4: is going to go off the rails.
3: They're derailing that motherfucker.
4: Yeah. Woo.
3: Thanks
2: for all the likes and the listens. We want that 15,000 plays coming off this podcast. I'm not saying what?
3: nothing, but we better get it.
2: The Fork Talk podcast comes out whenever we damn well please. Questions or comments, email us at info at fork-talk.com. Or on Facebook with Fork Talk and uh, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Hoss. Until next time. May the fork be with you. You are the sheaf to my sandwich-eating-loving fork, Big Daddy. Baloney right. Pony.
3: What the
1: f- Woo-hoo!
3: Woo-hoo. Hey. <laughs> Out way. Out way. Outta way, <laughs> Devil Edge. Great health. Captain Quint, take it a motherfucking way, bitch. Whoop, 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 whoop. You know what? I think I can do the Captain Quint song. Smile
1: and give me a bit of my sandwich. And he said, I come from a Alanda. Can you hear? Can you hear the? Farewell
10: and adieu to you, fair Spanish ladies. Farewell
8: and adieu, to you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston And so more shall we see you again Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your
0: she-fork-wielding, lovable host, Big Daddy and Haas. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people.
1: Caber up! Wait! Wait a minute! What the fuck is going on here? What the... Where is everybody? I heard they had Brebner out here! Where is that little Scottish son of a bitch?
3: I was out shining me medals! Like, you guys can't be gone! I could have had all of you! I could have had us. I could have had that big fat bag daddy! I could have had that idiot Brebner! Oh, and all the stupid sponsors! The mattress wrench! I'll give you a mattress wrench! I can't believe-why? Who turned out the lights? Why is it-where's all the competitors? Oh, I, oh, I'm so mad! I'm gonna get you, guys! I'm gonna get you, and Big Daddy! Yes, I am! And when I'm done with you, the world will know that I was the strongest man ever to look the face of the earth! I'm going to go back and shine the rest of me medals, because I've got more medals than all you little bastards.